You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com, the best in the world. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. It's the Craig Shoemaker Show with Craig Shoemaker, Sarah Sweet, and Joel Geist. Adam Carolla is now walking in. See, Thomas Howell is here. And we're here with Chris Harrison, the host of Bachelor Bachelorette. Hey, kids, stick around. we got a great show coming up for you. Chris Harrison's here today. <laughs> Kevin Crona is with us from REO Speedwagon. We have Brian Phelps is here. And we also have Jill Whelan. Tom Bergeron is our special guest. Coming up with Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> Dr. Drew hey. came in early. I love it. You're in here at the right time. Alonzo Bowden is our special guest. And Rondell Sheridan. That's Grant Shaw, by the way. This is a wonderful life. You're laughing it off with the Craig Shoemaker Show. Don't forget to visit our website, craigshoemakershow.com. Some guy asked me, a producer said, uh, send me a list of impressions that you do. Because he, uh, he wants to write a show around it, me doing impressions. Oh, cool. Which is the way I used to do my act was. And then I was submitting impressions to him. I went, no one knows who these people are anymore. <laughs> like, I just heard that Jimmy Stewart, you know, like... Am I going to make a career of doing Jimmy Stewart? No, that's why I got rid of the impressions. And How it's many hard. do you have? I used to do over 100. Holy wow. Like, like people that, that, but it was like, and then, then when I was starting comedy, you knew who they were. And they were alive. <laughs> you can't do dead people. They were still doing stuff. Yeah, exactly. They were still doing things, and people knew who they were. And now you have to, uh, you know, I used to do like some dead-on ones like James Mason. No one knows who he is anymore. But you could But he was popular. It. He was in The Verdict back then. It was a great movie. You could update it. You could start doing some Justin Bieber ones. I can't do Justin Bieber. That's I the problem. So I did not submit this. Maybe if I worked on Justin Bieber. But I could do Justin Bieber as James Mason. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of teens all over me. Hello. So he's he's in this he's in this movie uh, Heaven Can Wait, which I I love yeah, that movie, so and it was good. popular in like 1978 or whatever it was. And hello, you will never be Joe Pendleton again. You'll be Leo Farnsworth. It's so good. Heaven Can Wait. It, I, it, it's just such a classic guy. There's no one like that anymore. It upsets me. I so I didn't know what to submit to the guy. I'm working on a Matthew McConaughey. I think I could probably do it. Him. Try it. Hi, little lady. There's <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you know who does an amazing Matthew Check McConaughey? Check out my ads. Want to smoke a bowl? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You gotta get naked and get like some bongos. Some bongos. And smoke weed. I said, check this out. Yeah. Ba 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 Do you do that's Sean like, Connery? Can you do Sean Connery? Yeah, I can do the old school guys like crazy. Do him. Uh, let's see, from the Untouchables. Yeah. Just like the warp to bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> you know what's great about him is he's got these dentures. There's the, there's the pre-dentures Sean Connery when he was, uh, when he was James Bond, and uh -huh. then there's the after-dentures when yeah. he's in everything else since, when he's Medicine Man and all these things. And it's funny because, you know, you're not allowed to cuss. You're not allowed to curse. What's the word, cuss or curse? You're not allowed to do either one of those things on radio. So the way I do it is I can do a Sean Connery and and actually curse by just saying it how he says it. Show me. Here, I'll show you how it works. It goes, oh, yes. Are you from the suburbs or the shitty? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather stand or shit? <laughs> yes, he's got, yes. He's got the dentures. Where is he from? He's from Scotland. Oh. Yes. One yes. time a friend of mine 
uh, I shouldn't say this because Sean is still alive and still married, but uh, I'll say it anyway. Not like Sean's in Scotland listening to my show right now. <laughs> oh, yes, I have a protest. Octopushy. Oh, yes, Octopushy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We got Sarah doing it now. So uh, uh, this uh, this friend of mine, we moved out from uh, Philadelphia. She's a model, really hot looking. And I, you know, she wasn't with me or anything, but uh, actually maybe one time she was. But uh, I'm just thinking back now. This is back in the late 80s. I moved out here and Sean Connery runs into her like outside of the bathroom of a restaurant and he like takes her into the men's room and starts making out with her and what the funny part is this is the best part about it is she tells me the story and she goes and the worst part is here he's making out with me and I had just vomited oh, <laughs> so, so, so she's making out with a guy this icon in the bathroom where she had just vomited and and but he like you know practically attacked her and so then I kept calling her up as Sean Connery. Yes, uh, hello there. I think I have a chunk. I think I got some chunks when that I was making disgusting. up. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's funny. It's like, yeah, it's funny. But was she throwing up because she has an yes, eating disorder? Yes, that French kiss was a little chunky. But she had an eating chunky. disorder. What's that? She had an eating disorder. I hadn't thought of that until I just started telling the story. I realized, <laughs> I realized model. I didn't put two and two yeah. together. Actress. Yeah. Brand new in L.A. Wasn't the flu. It wasn't the flu. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking eating disorder, but I didn't put to it that back then. I know who's thinking about that. Oh, I thought it was the joke. Yeah. I could do Sean Connery calling up. He leaves messages on her machine constantly. I wish he was. Hello, an is this you again? Yes. Don't you think he should have been an octopusher? Yes. He, he should have been an octopusy. He wasn't an octopusy. Well, no, he was. That was Roger Moore, yeah, right? Yeah, but because I did a movie with Roger octopusher. Moore once. <laughs> Roger Moore. I'm not kidding you. He was the next James Bond after that. Yeah. He had. Maybe four strings of hair left on his head when I was working with him. Sexy. And he had a, a, a can of paint that he would paint his head. It was like from Ron Popeil or whatever it was. It was like, it was from, uh, <laughs> it was like from a paint store. And he would just, and before he would go on, under the screen, they would to grab onto the four little hairs. To grab onto the four little hairs. I'm going, you're, you're not uh, fooling anyone there, uh, <laughs> James Bond. Uh. You might want to go back to Q and maybe come up with some other formula here mm -hmm. because this one's not working. You can see full paint. Yeah. When, and it starts, you know, and it gets hot and it starts dripping. Oh, <laughs> oh like, gross. So now he's got like a brown tear coming from his forehead. <laughs> Does Rogaine work? Rogaine? Yeah. I did try Rogaine at one time. Really? Yeah. You have hair, though. But I, I got too scared. Well, when you first start losing it, you go into all modes. When, when it you're starts receding? Just, when it starts receding, yes. Put anything you can on your head. I, I, I like to think of it as progressing. Yeah. My, my forehead is progressing. I'm not re you know. It's receding. <laughs> it's receding. It's thinning. Guys lose hair. That, women guys, gain Women hair always say it's, it's thinning. I go, it's not thinning, it's leaving. It's not slim fast for hair. It's leaving. Yeah. It's not thinning. Yeah. You know, your hair doesn't thin. You know, it's, it, uh, but what happens is you start to panic, though, and in comes the ideas. You talk, start talking to other friends. I had a guy, this comedian, was one of the greatest comedians ever, Rich Jennings. He's, uh, he's passed away uh, a few years ago, but uh, he, uh, I'll never forget that. He was obsessed with his hair, obsessed, like, mm. like really bad. He talks like this. He grabbed the, he would always noodle with the back of his head. Okay. And he'd call me, Shoe, 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 how much hair are you losing, Shoe? <laughs> Shoe, how bad is it? 
and he was obsessed. <laughs> he would like survey people all the time on where where to get work done or whatever this. So one time we were doing a show in Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio, and I get a knock on my door. Shoe, let me see your drain. <laughs> he wanted to see how much hair I was losing in my drain. Oh, he no. goes into my bathroom. He goes, that's nothing, Shoe. I can make a wig. And so, so, he, he, all he cared about was, like, who, had, who was worse than he was. But mine, pretty much, I, I'm okay now. Yeah, I, yeah. It, uh, I don't like the way you just I said that or, or looked at my head when you said that. He went, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I live, live, yeah, I was in living denial, Craig. I'm looking at it right now, and you're in denial, Craig. Look, it's not that bad. Compared to a no, lot of people that I know, it's really gone. Yeah. With a lot of people. Is my it age like and, really hard for men to lose their hair? Of course it is. Is it yeah. like for women, what would it be? Well, what's the equivalent? I don't know. Breast I'll, cancer? I would. Breast cancer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Joel compares it to breast cancer. That would be, uh, yeah. That did not. That the, the opinions of the show are, uh, are from Joel Geist and not Craig Shoemaker, the host of the show. I did not make that comparison with losing hair to breast cancer. That does remind me of one time. I'm going to get you out of this, Joel. I uh, <laughs> I do programs in uh, in uh, uh, cancer facilities. I was in this cancer facility doing a, a guided laminations and things. And, uh, you know, we, it's all about your outlook in life. And, you know, you got to find the humor, find the funny in things, yeah. even though everyone in there was, it was caregivers. And by the way, they're worse than the patients. The worse caregivers, how? they can't take it. They can't accept this cancer oh. uh, from their partner because their partner, they think they're going to lose oh, their yeah. partner. And you've never seen anything like it. They were furious with me, you know, because I'm trying to guide them through these you know, laughter moments. You know, There's nothing funny about cancer. Oh, wow. And they're furious. And meanwhile, their partner, like usually the, it was a female, they'd be saying, shut up. You know, this is what I choose to do. This is what I want to do. And someone, her name's Wade, she wrote uh, a positive way to look at it. She goes, the 10 pluses of being bald. Because she was going through chemotherapy. And one of them was never a bad hair day. And uh, <laughs> got you out of that one, Joel. Anyway, <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes you do have to look at the tragedy, which is what our show is about, is, is taking another perspective on things and trying to laugh it off or, or find the funny. And uh, there's always humor in everything. It doesn't seem that way most of the time. And, you know, we, we get stuck in these circumstances and judgments and things. But a lot of times you really can't find it. Yeah. If, if you choose to uh, to search for it. I'm still trying to think of what would the nine others be. The plus nine others? Of plus of, plus of, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I, I have the list somewhere. I could read it for you. It's very funny. And uh, she had such a great perspective. And, yeah. uh, and uh, she passed away, though. Um, yeah. It's real. But... So your, was one your of, cancer treatments didn't work. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for bringing that up, Sarah. It did work because guess what? I'm glad you said that. Because <laughs> other people have mentioned this to me. Uh, she was one of, I don't want to get tearful, but she was one of my favorite uh, people in our class. Yeah. And she would bring her daughter in. And she and her daughter spent these moments. So her daughter now has these memories of laughing together hmm. uh, through mom's uh, difficult time with breast cancer. And I, it's one of my favorite memories is seeing them on the floor together, cuddled, and laughing with one another. Cute. And it was really uh, very profound. And, yeah. and, and that the daughter, I'm sure, who's probably in her 20s now, she was able to uh, have this experience with her mom. 
you know, taking a different perspective. And by the way, she did get well for a while. Mm -hmm. It just recurred because mm -hmm. she was in the class for a long time. And we and, and came to my comedy shows. And she really did get uh, what life was about. And that was a wonderful thing. And we introduced that to her as, you know, you don't come into cancer going, hey, I know how to deal with this. Let's go laugh it off. You know, let's go, you know. Yeah. No, and it's not about that. It's not about uh it's just about, you know, shifting things, shifting some perspective. And uh, a lot of the husbands that wouldn't show up, they, oh. they were so furious wow. at the cancer. They're mad at the cancer. They're mad at the doctors and everything else. And what we were trying to say in there, and we say on here, or I say in my life, is, is uh, let, let's, let's just examine this with other eyes, you know. And, and mm -hmm. that's what she did. She just, uh, it still stays with me, those 10 plus of being bald. I will hold on to that yeah. uh, for the rest of my life. And uh, someday if I ever have cancer, I'm going to look at this and <laughs> do some laughing, you know. And uh, it's, it's a better way to, it's like, it's gallows humor. Uh, people talk about that. As a matter of fact, I, um, I put out on Facebook, I wish I could get my Facebook account. We'll do it at the break. Uh, I put out some ideas. I said, does anyone have any ideas on what to discuss today on our show? And a friend of mine, Marty, actually said something about gallows humor because he's a, a police former policeman, and they have to have gallows humor. I'm not sure what gallows humor is. Gallows humor, you know, you know what the gallows were back in the day? It was, it was even before my day, by the way, Sarah. I just wanted to tell you. Okay. <laughs> what? What? So way back when. This way back. <laughs> yeah, there were no gallows with me in the 70s, okay? I wasn't going to the gallows. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, where they hang people. Yeah. Okay? Oh, it's not the beheading, it's the hanging. And, and that too. Okay. Are they both called gallows? I always think of gallows as the... That's the guillotine. Guillotine. That's yeah. the guillotine, another G word. No. That's not good, good, good for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and uh, so it's like this uh, policeman and, and actually uh, firefighters and... Um, first responders and soldiers i've had many letters from soldiers saying geez thanks for getting me through another day you know because i sent them my cds and stuff and and people don't realize that you know the value of laughter that it, there is a tremendous value in it and that's what people sometimes and i hope often choose to do is they they look at this thing that looks like it's dire and desperate and the worst condition you could possibly have and they just make a shift happen and with that choice. So he was mentioning that on Facebook. I'll bring that up after after we uh So it take comes from like people having to laugh about things like when somebody's being hung. Well, I don't know about that. We should look that up too. Uh, let's Google that. I don't know if they were going, <laughs> look at that. The way somebody needs to laugh. His head was straight up for a moment, and now look at it. It's a noodle. I mean, I don't think they're doing that. I actually don't know the derivation of gallows humor. I don't even know if I'm saying this correctly. Maybe someone can call me and correct me. I love that. I don't see the number. Oh, there it is. 323 622 should I do that as an impression? Yeah, do it. Who should I do? Um, Who did I do from the old days? Oh, I have one that you would never know. Walt, Walter Brennan. Okay. <laughs> See, you have no nope, idea. No idea. He had, there was a show called The Real McCoys. And this, again, was before my time, but I, I loved the way he talked. He was nominated for more Oscars than anyone in history for a while. He had the record. He was like one of the supporting actor guys who's always in a Western. Yeah. Well, great dish. Hey, hey, Pepina, the blonde's on fire. The blonde's on fire. He's a character. He's a great character. He's even making you smile. You have no idea what I'm doing. No idea what I'm doing. That's what, that's what that was great. 
when you did impressions of people that had character. Now, who the like hell am I going to do? Face. I just huh? like watching your, what your face Yeah, boy, yeah, it's Radio Wolf. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the punch on fire. Luke? I think we should come up with a list of new people that you need to learn how to do. We will do yeah. that. Yeah. We will do that. Email okay. me, Craig at CraigShoemaker.com. Give me a list of people you think I should learn impressions of because this producer wants, to, he wants to put money behind <laughs> it. Who? Kesha would be great. Kesha or Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I yeah. can't do women. You, uh, I can't do women. I'm not very good. I, you know, the last woman I did, ever did was Carol Channing. She's alive, by the way. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. <laughs> it's so nice to have you back where you belong. That's because she sounds like a transvestite. That's how I can imitate her. I can't do like a female singer. Like I can't do Beyonce. I can lip sync it. Yeah. <laughs> you can Someone's calling us. Oh, let's, good. Let's get to this. All right. We, we never ignore phone calls. And we don't screen here because we have no idea who they are. Hello. Oh, chickened out. Maybe they were about to say, do a Carol Channing impression. <laughs> and I somehow read that in the, in the ether. ether. Yeah. So another uh, uh, thing I was going to talk about, speaking of, uh, on the way in, and this I'm going to address to Ileana and Sarah. Sarah. And Joel. <laughs> I'd like to ask you guys something. So on the way in, the, I, something came into my head, even I heard it on the radio, and I started singing this old song. Those were the days, my friends. We thought they'd never end. Sing and dance forever and a day, right? So I'm starting to sing this. And I'm mm. saying to myself, well, that's an old song. That was old when I was a kid. Now, how do I know that song? And I realized a lot of my mom's and even grandmother's songs got into me. Yeah, you know, sure. I would go to piano bars with my grandmother. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Make me happy. Never know how much I love you. <laughs> That's me without my teeth someday <laughs> singing You Are My Sunshine. And I, and I wanted to know from all of you, how come my oldies, which were not even my oldies, these were oldies from my grandmother, what are yours? What are yours that you're singing that you recall that are not from your era? Like Give me what? a ticket for an aeroplane. <laughs> is that it? No, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah. Is that re really? Yeah. yeah. This is such the a... 70s. I'm so curious about Neil this. Neil Diamond, so too, also. Song, song, blue, yeah. everybody knows one. Yeah. Like that kind of Sweet thing. Sweet Caroline. Uh, yeah, that's I should add into the list. I think I can imitate Neil Diamond. Right, yeah. All right, here, we got two calls coming oh. in. Two. Two. As the host, should I be doing this? I'm a tech moron. <laughs> this is not good. All right. Hello. Welcome to the Craig Shoemaker Show. Who's this? Hi, Craig. It's Lori. How are you? I'm fantastic, Lori. It's good to hear from you. I saw you on Facebook today. Yes. Yes. And talking you... about Beyonce or not talking about Beyonce. Yes. Did you, read my, did you read my joke? I said, uh, my, my wife last night delighted me before I went to sleep and I woke <laughs> up with a smile. And I didn't care if she lip synced. <laughs> All I know is I, I felt good. Wait, so, wait she had, you guys had sex? People. Is that what you're saying? And she delighted me. I was trying to be metaphoric, Sarah. So Do you she, have to be direct? Yeah. She's so freaking direct. Hit it, quit it. She's always... So she, she, she blew you. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> Stop it! Well, they didn't so, delight each other, apparently. She <laughs> told you some knock-knock jokes? I don't know. <laughs> you could you be delighted. You know, you're a little hussy. You. <laughs> you're a little hussy. I know where you're going with this. You want me to say it, and I'm not going to. I won't be in your little sexual lure. She gave you some junk in the trunk? 
What is happened? that where the Beyonce went? What, what, can we talk to Lori? Hi, Lori. <laughs> Sarah is so wonderful. I, I, I love having Sarah around just to challenge me and just to bring me into her den of iniquity. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Lori, what's happening? I have two people I want to hear you learn to okay. do impressions of. Writing these Simon down. Cowell. Yeah. I could do that. That's easy. That's great. And P. Dad, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. Oh, that's a great <laughs> one. You could totally do P. Diddy. Sean Joel, Cuffy look Cuffy. that one up. Yeah. I can do totally Sean Connery do. as Sean Cuffy, Puff, Cuffy Poems. <laughs> those are <laughs> great suggestions. I like those suggestions. You All right, good. Totally I, I'm going to go with that, Lori. I appreciate Thanks, that. Rick. All right, I, and good to hear from you. So I, I like Bye. her, by the way. She, yeah. She's, um, what was I have to hang up on her before I talk about her. <laughs> she's really cool on Facebook. Yeah, you guys are buds? Well, not, you know, not, I just read some of their stuff. She reads some of mine, and she's, like, she's pretty cool. Someone else hung up. I don't understand. what. Uh, you know what I think happens? People at work call, and then sure. their boss goes, what's that? And they go, Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I, and I'm having my first shout-out, by the way. There's an office that listens to us. Oh, cool. I was so excited to hear this. What uh, kind of office? Uh, they're Anthem, and they're in Newberry Park. So if you're from Anthem and Newberry Park, I know you can't call, but you want to. Yes. But I know you're listening, and hi, how are you? <laughs> what about Ryan Seacrest? Could you do him? Okay, I'll put him down. I mean, down. he's so, like, lame. Seacrest, but... Seacrest. I think we have more requests here. Let's see. From the 623 area code. Hello, it's the Craig Shoemaker Show. Laugh it off. Who's this? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting oh. to be impressed. Is that, it's, it's Anthony. It's Anthony. Yay! Anthony. Good I guess, not? good guess, obviously. You guys know my voice. Oh, I'm waiting to hear him first. Was that, was he doing Sean, Sean Connery? Connery, I think. I'm, 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 I'm waiting to be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the gay Sean that's Connery? Only, I know, that's the only line that I can do, and it's from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, um, yes, I'm waiting to be impressed. How's See, that? You sound much better. And less gay. Can you do Michael Caine, too? Michael Caine always talks like this. Yes. Hello. Oh, that's great. That's a good impression? Yeah, I like yeah. it. I'm going to put it down. Michael Caine. All right. Uh, it, <laughs> I can't commit. I can't commit. I'm nervous now. Anthony's on the, Anthony's on the line judging me. Hi, Anthony. Silently judging. So I'm actually calling about the music from, you know, the past that's in, you yeah. know, in my life. I mean, for me, it's. It's Motown stuff. That's what my mom always listened to. So it's mm. Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells, the Supreme. The Temptations, do they count? The Temptations, mm, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. I've Frankie got Valley. sunshine on a cloudy day. Now, this is oldies for me, too. So you guys are all of the same era. Who does so the Boardwalk ones? Under the, the boardwalk. That's really old. Who are me. they? I love them. Uh, drifters, maybe. Yeah, the Drifters. That's the Drifters. Drifters and uh, even Beach Boys were oldies to me. Yeah. So, but what are they really? to you? Yeah, of course. I wasn't listening to the Beach Boys. That's not my my <laughs> era. I'm going to tell you what it is flat out. Okay, Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple. That is much. My, my, they're my people. I still I, I learned Smoke on the Water on my little I, my little stupid guitar. Yeah. That I got at the pawn shop, the Yamaha. There I am with my Yamaha folk guitar going. Boom, 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 bo
God. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that my oldies? Is that what my kids are going to sing? I'm not quite sure. Would Anthony? my kids do Timberlake and Kesha? Would those be the oldies oh, probably. for them? Kesha, that's going to be an oldie. That's the sad part. That is sad. I don't even know who it is. I know she has a, like a dollar sign for the S yeah. in her name. That's all I know about her. I wouldn't this know a Kesha song. about to blow. Is that what she does? Yeah. yeah. I mean, are my kids going to be going, oh, remember this one? I got passion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it, show it, show it. <laughs> Little Justin, yeah, oh. when his kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got the worst songs, my son, the teen son. You should say, I actually have a photo of it. I took a photo Jackson, of his. Uh, no, not him, Justin, the teen. Yeah. I have a photo uh, that I took on. He puts his iPod in my car, right? Yeah. And it, it pops up what his choices are. One's called My Dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good song. Is it really? <laughs> well, it's fun. What, oh, you know it? Oh man! It's like my dick. My dick is big in your. Big, big, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is what he's listening to. It's fantastic. There's an oldie but goodie. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, going to be down in history. Is someday? Is that what's going to happen? So, Anthony, do you have any others? You got Motown, and uh, what other oldies would you consider to be from your grandparents or your parents' uh, era? Um, probably the Eagles. Oh God! Um, now, now that is the first day, first moment in this show that I've been sad because that is also that is yeah. also my era. Yeah, I went to uh, a Eagles reunion when they got the reunion. It was like '93, mm -hmm. and they came back together, and they weren't together for like 15 years. I'll never forget this. The Eagles really are great because they harmonize. Yeah. A lot of people don't harmonize anymore, and no one's playing instruments. It really is. I don't want to sound like an old fart, but it is kind of sad for this next generation. For music, because it's all produced and it's overproduced, yeah. and they're borrowing, and it, there's nothing original, and, and so on. And there's no harmonies. I love. That's why I like the Dixie Chicks. They harmonize. Yeah, it's great. beautiful. I like the Indigo Girls. Yeah. All right. Can I be any more gay? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just appealing to you, Anthony. So uh, I go to the Eagles concert. I paid all this money. I was so excited. Yeah. I, I box seats. I'm right there with them. And wouldn't you know? And there was a bunch of us. Next to me is a guy who thinks he's the fifth harmony. Oh, no. He thinks he's the fifth harmony. And I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's going, there's plenty of room at the Hotel California. And he was awful. And I'm going, no. Listen to this. This is how it was written. They work on these harmonies. They work on this in a studio with headphones, and they've done it for years. And you, in the audience, think that you're going to add something to this? This is value-add to my ticket that I paid for? I've been waiting 15 years but for this? maybe people felt that way about you when you saw Les Mis. I didn't do that. I didn't. I would not. I silently sang to myself. And I might have sang before and after, but I did not do it during. I was tempted, but I did not do it I, I, because I said to myself, do not be a hypocrite here. Yeah. That guy at the Eagles concert, I turned to him and I said, I will pay whatever you paid to get in here for you to stop singing right now. <laughs> That's what I did. I offered him money. And I was with this other woman who's my friend's girlfriend at the time, and she looked like Mary Poppins. And she snapped at him. She's like real innocent. She's got a little pixie haircut and everything. She's an English act. She goes, well, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> she says to the guy, I'm going, go get him. Go get him, girl. Because if I did it to the guy, I'd get in a fight with him. But yeah. she was saying, well, you shut the fuck up. You're annoying me. Did he stop? He finally stopped after I gave him a couple bucks. <laughs> you did. No, I didn't really. I think he did it without me paying him. But I did offer to pay him. Anthony, always good to hear from you.
I love you. You're the best. Anthony. You're the best. I love Gay Anthony. Yes. And, He's so funny to me. You know what? And, and for a guy who's always wanted loyalty in his life, there's someone who's loyal. Yeah. Is Anthony. Yeah. He's the best. A guy I've met three times. Yeah. There's there's a guy. Could be my family being loyal. No, it's Gay Anthony who lives in Arizona. Are the Moody Blues? <laughs> do you know the Moody Blues? Yeah, that, that would be an oldie for me. Yeah. You know how I know they're an oldie? Is um, I had a party one time in ninth grade. I don't yeah. know if I ever told you about this party. Uh -oh. I was like, oh, this was not good. In ninth grade. Ninth grade, I wanted to be popular. I was back in this other school that I had left. We were, I told you, when I was a kid, we were poor. I used to think they were evict, meant move. Like, yeah. here's the eviction truck, Mommy. Here they are again. So oh, we, we moved from one school back to, to another, to the rival school, and then back to this school. So I'm, like, not popular. I'm five foot one, you know, in ninth grade. You know, I'm no puberty. And it's not going well. You have a light switch and, for a penis. Yeah. No, 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 it was a wall switch. A wall you have switch. to have the whole Damn. packet. You have to have the whole look there. Because the wall switch means it's just completely bare and a switch. That's yeah, all. That's yeah. all there. So that's what I have working for me in the shower. I wouldn't shower. I hated that because, you know. As a matter of fact, a guy what? contacted me. I wouldn't shower right. in public. Yeah. Oh, at the school. I thought you just meant general. <laughs> I would analyze why guys had pubic hair and I didn't. I yeah. was so angry with God. I was like, really? Really? This guy's already has sideburns and you can't give me a stick in pubic hair? Like one? Please, God. You know, and I finally I got one. I was so excited. One. And I got one and I was so excited. We were we were staying oh at someone God. else's house because that was the other thing. I never had a shower growing up. And uh uh, so I'd always have to wash my head in the sink and everything. So we went and uh, we house sat for they these make rich people. houses without showers? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, back in Philly, you know, these old houses and everything. No, there, there was a tub, but there's oh. no shower. So, you know, I'm not a big tub guy. And it's, uh, so I would, you know, I would take baths, but for the head, I would do uh, the sink. Yeah. And uh, so we stayed at this rich person's house, this lawyer. And they had really good light. I will never forget. It was like one of these great moments of my life. I mean, it sounds really silly, but it was one of my, uh, it topped my two Emmys. This, this, was, uh, this was like the moment. I look down and this great light and I'm showering and I'm in a shower and I'm so happy. It was probably a two hour shower I took. And I looked and there it was. Like, uh, it was like it was in a breeze. The water was, go was making it move. Oh my the one God. hair, the one hair down at the pubic region. I'm going, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. I'm like, I didn't want to scrub too hard in case it, like, fell out. <laughs> you know, I was so committed. I couldn't believe it. And then I showered for the first time wow. in ninth wow. grade. I went in there. I went, you know, all proud. I got Twirling it. Yeah, yeah, check this out, you know. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Rich Pearlstein with the big giant. Uh, he's got a big giant fro down there. Yeah. He had hair on his back before I had a damn hair on my but pubic that's hair. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, so uh, anyway, I got that. All right. So I, I scrubbed and I went in there with confidence and I went to recess. Never forget this moment either. Joe Johnson says these words to me. Hey, Craig, I seen you shower. You ain't got no hair in your dicky. <laughs> that was it. Three years. So I went back in that shower until I had full sure. throw. It's, he sounds like Magic Johnson. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig, I seen you shower. You ain't got no hair in your dicky. Hey, dicky. <laughs> That's what he said. You ain't got no hair in your dicky. Thank you, Joe Johnson, for that. Uh, listen, we have Eddie Brill is uh, going to be our guest today. And, and it was really kind of meant to be because he happens to be literally passing through town. <laughs> From New York to Denver to here to Fort Lauderdale. I want to know who his travel agent is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's booking this, but that he is coming here, and I love Eddie. He's like one of these guys. It's like a brother. 
You know, I like feel him. I feel him. And Sarah can't wait. She's chopping at the bit because he's almost the reason she's doing her documentary. But we can't. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about yeah. that. We're not sure if we can discuss this. I'll, I'll discuss it with Eddie. But, uh, yeah, he's been with The Letterman Show for all these years. He's been on The Letterman Show a number of times. Really funny comedian. But here's also why he's here. He's going to talk about how he lost 100 pounds. Lost 100 pounds. Has a whole other way of looking at life, a whole way of living his life. I know you're going to want to hear that. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about um, the Super Bowl. I want to talk a little bit of sports. I know this isn't the Bud Knocker show, but but we're going to talk a little bit of sports to educate Sarah Sweet. Yes, please. Uh, The Super Bowl is coming up and uh, a a number of things. Uh, Massages, I'd like to discuss that today. There are a number of things we're going to cover. I'll go to my Facebook. Uh, Whoa, I just had to see how she signed it. Oh, my wife wrote a love letter to me. I don't know if that's too mushy to read. I don't know. She listens to the show all the time, by the way. You think it's cute? I wonder where sprinkles came from. Oh, my God. She says, love you, my sprinkles. Oh, that's not good. I shouldn't have let anyone in on that. Okay, I forgot about that. That was our old nickname for each other. It's long ago. Okay, we're coming right back. More of our show after this. Very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. PuraCleanse, your friend for life. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things, music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all? Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Here we go.
called Dancing at a Funeral. Shackles, we are living. 
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Jeez, Joel gave me the 10 seconds. I gave you 30. I felt like I was at NASA and I was down in some tang. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I wasn't ready, Joel. Can't stop the countdown. I need. (laughs) Sorry. We had liftoff. I still have food in my teeth. Sarah, do you too? You do too. Hooked you up with a food bar. You know, it's one of these things, though. I was eating this food bar, and I was actually checking the ingredients because our guest now is, like, really, really healthy and eats raw. And I'm going, I wonder if this will pass by him. Uh, <laughs> I saw what you're eating. It doesn't pass by him. It doesn't. <laughs> well, if that didn't, it's, maybe it's, it's a food bar. It's beyond what my Philadelphia roots. I would be having, like, some combination that you're eating is just a horrible combination. Is it really? Sugar and We're going to get right into that. We're going to get right in. Eddie Brill is our guest. I'm Woo! so happy that Eddie hey. could be here. It turns out, I, I was saying before, I said, what kind of a arrangement do you have on your travel schedule? Yes. This is crazy. It is. It's um, Denver. Well, Denver. And in you're in your pajamas Vancouver. now. And yeah. You tried to check into the hotel. It wasn't ready. Wasn't so ready. we get you in your pajamas. That's fantastic. Yeah. From Denver here for one night, and then you're headed to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I just returned from there. And um, you are, and then back to New York. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm spending the weekend at the the club in Fort Lauderdale in Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah, and then uh, then I'll go back. I grew up down there. I was born in New York, but I grew up in Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> so there wasn't that part of Hollywood where the club is, didn't exist back when I was a little mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. yeah, but it was. It's a whole other thing now. Yeah, going on down there. I was just there. By the way, Miami Airport. Don't, just don't go there. I never do. I, I have a new thing I'm calling it. It's Craig's shit list. <laughs> and that is at the top of my shit list. Right. Craig's shit list is Miami Airport avoided at all costs. It's the Fly worst. Fly Lauderdale and drive. That's what I tell everyone. Well, I might as well. I might as well. By the time I, I, I walked to my rent-a-car, I might as well have walked to Fort Lauderdale <laughs> because it was the longest trip. I, and I'm lugging bags. I brought my golf clubs with me. Yeah. It is a nightmare. Plus, I don't want to be prejudiced. And you know I'm not racist. Which means okay. he's going to be prejudiced. <laughs> <laughs> Can I qualify? Qualify that, yes, which means I'm going to be, but I'm not going to be specific. Let's just go with, I'm going to be Archie Bunker here. Foreigners, there's <laughs> lots of them in Miami, and they drive, drove me nuts. It, 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 there's something about when people are foreign that they feel that they can just be, is there a, a rude thing that, they, that they're that they brought up with? It's like uh, oblivious to like maybe, how about on that walkway, which I needed the walkway because right. it's so far. You know that movable walkway? Which really doesn't help. You know, well, it helps. It's you know, if, if, if you want to sit yeah. for a second, you it, know, may, like, it might take thirty seconds off of your trip. But I'm right. in a hurry, right? Yeah. I'm trying to lug stuff, and they stop <laughs> in the middle of that that thing that that moves that movable walkway. Yeah. Well, they teach that in school in in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you do. You must stop and do not look back to see if there is anybody coming on the walkway that might be in a hurry. Stop. Do not look around. Have no manners, no courtesy. Yeah. This is important. Yeah. I think people think it's in, like an escalator, but it's not. It's like it's the, you have to walk to go Sa- faster. Sarah, I walk on escalators, okay? Yeah. You don't stop on escalators either in my book. You right. keep going. Unless you want to text. No, no texting. Yeah. I'm old school. With, uh, don't talk to Sarah about that. She's text queen. She doesn't uh, care if I'm going to get an accident responding to her texts. I never said text me back while you're driving. <laughs> I just said. It's implied. No, it's not. Okay, it's, it's not. It's only implied to you. So we, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, things, many things with Eddie Brill, our special guest here. It just happened to be, he goes, hey, I'm coming out. I said, come on the show. Yeah. So we just got rid of all of our guests. That's really, really so you can come here in your pajamas. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't He's matter. He's not in his pajamas. Yeah. 
In a he's, sense, in my in my airplane comfiness. Yeah, like he's like in his workout clothes. He's in his yeah. FUBU. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in his FUBU wrap wear. Yeah. That's how they travel. Can I be any more racist? They, that was racist. <laughs> I'm just going to try to be as racist as I possibly can. I did I notice this. that accent, which, race, which yeah. racial profiling that accent was. Uh, that, that I was, was an Eastern European guy it who was, vague. was married to somebody from Russia. <laughs> it was vague. I was yeah. intentionally. The so, country of vague. I don't want to pinpoint it. It's Kaskanistan. Yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't want to pinpoint. I, I noticed, though, when I do fly, that uh, a lot of the, uh, I see comics. Right. Uh, and this is, especially on this last fly, I saw Tony Rock, Chris Rock's brother, right. Bill Bellamy. I mean, a whole bunch of people are on this, and they all wear comfy clothes uh, in the uh, the sweat thing. Yeah, and I, I usually don't because it's actually easier to pack, you know, comfy clothes and to wear yeah. like nicer shoes and the nicer clothes. But just today, I, I had to leave for the airport so early to get mm -hmm. here, so I figured, well, I'll just leave what I have. I don't know. I'll go to the hotel, change, and come to the beautiful show. And what did but, you eat? What did you eat this morning? I want to hear now, Eddie. I have to tell you, is uh, he's one of my favorite uh, people that I don't really know that well, but yeah, we sort of have. It's a mutual thing. It's <laughs> weird. We, yeah, it is you weird. Know, it's uh, years and years. We've yeah. um, I've heard things. You know, you always hear things about people, and you never you learn never to trust. What you hear? Yeah, and I heard he's basically that, saying, "I heard he's an asshole." Yeah, I heard he was an asshole. <laughs> and, uh, I had somebody say that to me once. Yeah, Frank Caliendo. Frank Caliendo, uh, who's we, a fantastic guy. We, yeah, well, we're all asshole. gathered, and he he's was, an asshole. He was he was an, he was an up and coming comic. We were right. in Montreal, and I was gathered around all these people, and I was talking to them. And he's staring at me. I'll never forget this. He says, "Hmm, I always heard you were an asshole. You, you don't seem to be." Right. And I said, "Well." Yeah. Well, it depends who you talk to. Or I remember Alan uh, Havey and I, you know, I'd heard He Alan said I was Havey an asshole? Was, no, not at all. <laughs> Alan Havey actually said nice things about you. On, on, I'm trying to pinpoint who said I was yeah, an asshole. But Alan Havey, you know, I heard, what a jerk, and he's so mm -hmm. pompous. And I'm at the back of the Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston, and I'm sitting with Nick DiPaolo and I think Bill Burr, a couple of guys. When we were, were all pretty young at it, and Havey was great. And I said, you know, this guy is so funny. It's too bad he's, I heard he's an asshole. <laughs> you know, and I'm watching him and going, blah, blah, blah. He gets up the stage he walks straight up to me goes eddie brill oh my god you're one of my favorite comedians i'm so happy to see you oh that'll get and, you and nick and bill go yeah he's an asshole <laughs> and then he took me to dinner and we've been the best friends ever since wow. and, you know it's like you don't listen to people i remember where we met it wasn't even yes. that long ago two years ago the end. at the bitter end yeah. we were outside where'd you two meet <laughs> the bitter end yeah. years yeah. ago we were there to see a concert from another comedian a mutual right. friend of ours and we're going, to, and I said, yeah, I heard all these wonderful things about Eddie. He had heard I'm an asshole. It doesn't matter. It was still a nice bonding. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you just pick up energies from people. And Eddie's energy is, this is what I really love about you, is he's out about uh, making a difference on the planet. Like, it's not, not like I'm just going to use up my time here on the planet. I'm just going to tell some jokes and get some attention. He's saying, I'm going to be bold. And, and give just you some get attention. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting attention from right. people going, you freak. Yeah, right, exactly. Because <laughs> the raw food thing, you're going to get a lot of response on that. And yeah. none of, you, you take political stances all the time on Facebook. I yes. love it. But, you know, it's not 100% raw. But if you have cancer, you have to be 100% raw. That's right. But I'm, I'm about 80% raw. The food is much more delicious than any food on the planet. And now that I got rid of all the addictions of sugar and salt mm -hmm. and fats, now I can eat that food because it's so gross and, and horrible. But we're addicted to that kind of food. So yeah. once I learned, I did a 90-day sugar fast, and then I went back to natural everything. And now the food I eat is so amazing. It's so delicious. delicious. It tastes yeah. so much better. Yeah. And I feel better. Yeah. And I can, like, I was in Vancouver on Saturday and uh, Seattle on Sunday. And 
San Francisco on Monday and Denver yesterday and here in L.A. and then Fort Lauderdale tomorrow. And I have more energy than I did 25 years ago. Yeah. How do you find places to eat there? I know. I um, was wondering. He's on the road. He's yeah. a comic on the road. I don't, know how, you, app, I don't know how you do it. There's a few apps I have. One is VegOut, V-E-G-O-U-T, and it's sort of like a GPS wherever you are. And the only place in America that I have had a trouble finding anything... Laughlin. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had trouble finding Laughlin on the map. This doesn't exist. They're having it's trouble finding weird, it. you know, I, we laughed and we laughed. Oh, pe and, uh, people, I went people are lined up at the buffet there, seriously, yeah. smoking out of their trach hole. Uh, I mean, it is, it is beyond sad. belief. These are not healthy people. Uh, Sarah and I spent a weekend there. Uh, so, yeah, yeah must, where was the place that you couldn't find? Doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, we're right. doing comedy. <laughs> laughing through their trach holes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I went to Indianapolis, which mm. is a great city and a great comedy club and all this kind of stuff. But there was nothing. The GPS was spinning and spinning, <laughs> and there's nothing. So I did uh, the Bob and Tom show. Did it respond, good luck? <laughs> it, it didn't even say that. It was kind of rude. It was, it was like, fuck you. What's your raw? Here's your raw. Here's some raw meat. Try this. So I went to um, I went on the Bob and Tom show and I mentioned that there's nothing and I got a phone call from this woman who's a raw foodist and a chef and they have a whole community there and they called me and they this woman made food for me for the weekend that I was there. But what can people do when they're not a comic with an app? Yeah, <laughs> I mean I know it is it is difficult to have that lifestyle. I tried to be a vegetarian one time and I decided. <laughs> what I, time? I, I did. One hour. I just I just no, it was longer than that. Okay. I was very committed. Right. For three weeks, uh, I, I watched an Ellen show, and yes. it was, and it really was one of those moments. Oh, okay, I'm gonna give that a try. And of all places for me to be, I was in Iowa. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm in Iowa, and I have no idea how you could ever make it through Iowa. I couldn't make it being a vegetarian, let alone well, raw. Well, the people in Iowa there and in a lot of other places, they don't want to eat the food that they farm themselves because it's all genetically modified. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken to a lot of farmers along the way, and they've said, no, we make our own little plot of land where we make the topsoil That's... really good because the topsoil is ruined by these genetically modified products. Yeah. So the, you know, and also, also the methane from the meat factories that are near. And, you know, the, the other thing about it is, I'm not, I try not to be, at the beginning I was just angry when I found out that milk was lying and meat was lying and all these companies yeah. were just lying and, and there was no compassion for human beings, it was just about money, compassion for money. Right. right. So Monsanto, I was angry, angry, angry yeah. and all those people, just they're really kind of bad people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, but then I realized that it's not, you're not getting the message across just being angry. So I said, what's the positive thing? How can people who eat meat have a better way to eat meat? Well, be more conscious about it and find meat that's grass fed, not the fake corn mm -hmm. cows and stuff like that. Because really you get, you're just getting pharmaceuticals and pharmaceuticals are not really for human beings. Pharmaceuticals are only there to prevent people from dying immediately, and then you should be, yeah, if you're going to die immediately, give them pharmaceuticals, and it's the truth, to keep right. them from dying, like steroids or anything like that, and then wean them off it immediately, because our immune system runs the whole thing. Right. So you have to make your immune system strong. So once you put something synthetic in your body, your immune system goes, uh-oh, you know, foreigners, like you were saying, you know, the, the airport, you know, all the... I'm journey. glad you're with me, yeah. Eddie. So, you know, I knew these, it. It was just a matter of time. foreigners come there and they stand in the middle of your immune system and you and they fight off the immune system and then you're, you're weakened by it right. and that's how you get sick. Yeah. So here I am every day in a different airport, a different plane, and I don't have a cold. I don't have the flu. I'm, I'm with you. I'm next to people yeah. sneezing because my immune system is 
really yeah, I'm not wearing a mask. Right. All these people wearing masks and taking all these, even flu shots, by the way. I'm going to be a little controversial. Right. Yeah. I will people not do yell that. at me about the flu shots and the vaccine. And they'll yell at you. I won't like, do it. Like, no, I don't want to join you in your fears. Right. Okay? If that's how you deal with your fears, fine. And they're going, well, then you're going to make me sick. No, I'm not. I'm healthy. I'm the healthy one. You should right. be around me. You should be French kissing me, for God's <laughs> yeah, sake. Right. I should be giving you mouth to mouth. Right. I like because that I am theory. healthy. I don't get sick. I've been sick in years yeah. because. I made some choices. Now I do have a. Um, I must admit a little guilt that I have right now. I am Which so doesn't exist. Guilt doesn't exist. It's I'm created. so excited. Uh, oh, talk about to, that. Yeah. I defrosted a guilt. steak this morning, and I cannot wait to eat it tonight. Well, <laughs> steak, steak is is very good because it's full of salt and it's full of fat. And really, what you're not really liking the steak. As much as I love steak, and I was a great mm. cook, and I would mm -hmm. cook steaks beautifully, but you're just—it's the addiction to the salt and the fats and oh, the meat. Yeah. I am. And it's fantastic. Of course, we it's all not even are. A question the whole about it. How come they don't have twelve-step programs? Hi, I'm a, I'm sodium intolerant. <laughs> you know. Hi, sodium. Hi, Craig. Yeah. I mean, really, they should have twelve-step because it is an addiction, just like drugs or alcohol. Yeah, it's even. You well, know, that's isn't even it like more so. Right? in who we are, the hunter-gatherer, like yeah. that, like that we're programmed to want to. Eat as much salty and fatty foods as possible, right? Because right? yeah. there was a point where it wouldn't come around very often, but now it's we it's at our fingertips all the time, so right. we still crave it all the and time. And we th people say that we are hunters and gatherers, but we weren't before. And originally, we were not meat eaters. We were all eating plants and oh, fruits that's true. and yeah. the original thing. And no one ever once you cook food, you kill it. You kill the life and the energy. Mm -hmm. It's kind of mm -hmm. a waste of a meal. Mm. You don't really get anything from the food. Mm -hmm. He's taking down when my steak now. I was right. so looking forward to but this. But no, enjoy I'm going to be eating it tonight. I'm going to be eating it tonight. Going, the thing, there's nothing in this but salt and fat. I'm just, but enjoy I'm it. I'll be doing heroin while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, you might as well. Well, just snort it. I, mean, I would just, just snort just it on the top of the steak and snort it with garlic. Yes. It'd be really nice. I can't wait to have this steak tonight. I, I, I do get excited. Great, I do get excited over meat. moment of it. What do you mean? I will. If you're going to eat meat and you're going to make sure it's great and make sure it's not right. full of steroids. This is a good one that I have. All that kind of stuff. And you want steak. But chew it because your body uh, can't break it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really enjoy and enjoy every moment. If, it's like uh, we have so much self-loathing in the world, and that's the biggest problem because advertising is really mm -hmm. keys, caters towards self-loathing. You're a piece of shit. You you have zits on your face. No one's gonna ha uh, fuck you. So put this Clearasil on your face, you piece of shit, and, or else no one's gonna fuck you. You piece of shit. Right. Um. You, your hair is gray, and no one's gonna fuck you. So put this cancer on your head called Just for Men, and let yeah. it seep through your body. And Right. Join your blood system, and now people are going to fuck you just for men, <laughs> for insecure guys who want to have sex with shallow women. Yeah, you'll and get you'll get fucked for a year, but <laughs> yeah. you'll die after the year. But you'll right. die fucking, which is fantastic. It's fantastic. You needle dick who can't get a boner. <laughs> we have more side effects in this, but and you will get a hard on. And, and speaking of that, <laughs> the best thing about this whole diet, I'm 54, mm -hmm. and I used to need the Cialis because I was heavy and I was eating fats and all this you stuff. You did the Cialis, right? Yeah, I did. I needed it, but not anymore. My vascular system is through the roof. My libido is through the roof. Mm -hmm. It's ever since I've eaten healthy, and now it's like, oh. <laughs> it's fantastic. I eat raw. You too can be a coyote. Yeah, that was a coyote, wasn't it? Was it, it? I think or was so. it a wolf? <laughs> it was a foreigner in Miami. Speaking of impressions. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to pass me. My Cialis is in your way. <laughs> but no more. No more. So you don't do that anymore. You don't put any. You don't no. ingest anything that's not. Natural. Why would I? I only put things that are good in my body. And what is your? I. I a lot of people are listening. Are saying? Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't know. We have a lot of people listening. I thought it was just us. You just thought you were just stopping in and say hi. I want to meet your new friends. I want to meet Joel and Sarah yes, and Ileana, these people that I wanted to uh, meet for a long time. But there are people listening. 
Okay. We're very high rated now, Eddie. Yeah, I, know, I know. This is a big thing. I, know. So, I wrote so, it on my little Facebook world, and all of a sudden, like, ding, 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 good. ding. Good. So now pick maker. up the comedy now, because right. we have something to deliver oh, here. Oh, God, now i got to be funny. <laughs> be, uh, Come on, give me some setups on the break. <laughs> okay. How can I work in that airplane I, you, bit that you have? Yeah, how about that Miami airport? Do you do, in, do you do impressions? <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about that earlier. When I was There's a nobody young to do. comic, I exactly. started. That's what I did. That's what we were talking about. I did an eight-minute piece on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, and I did all the voices. and Come on. Always tomorrow and bring Herbie, that back. Herbie wants to be a dentist. I you have to identify who you're doing it, unfortunately. Uh, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. There's no chroma key here where you can put on the bottom who I'm doing. Like, you know. I, I would always announce their name, I would right. never just do the impression. I go, okay. Here's Jimmy Stewart doing Rich Little, doing Ed Sullivan. I used to do imitation of Rich Little. Ah. Yeah, when he hosted uh, You Asked For It. Hi, I'm Rich Little. Today on You Asked For It. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, the face. It's, it's, People didn't see the face. That not really good. Yes, they can. You're on camera, by the way. Oh, I am. Speaking <laughs> of... Oh, I'm on camera. There's people out there. What's yes. going on here? They're watching. People are watching uh, Eddie. Uh, okay. Eddie Brill, how much, how much weight did you lose? 135 you... pounds. Whoa! Yeah. Awesome. Whoa, yeah. 135 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Boy, this is this is like a diet show. Last week, Paul Williams, he put, Paul Williams put right. me in his will because of the stuff I gave him. That's great. You, he lost like twenty-seven pounds. Fifteen pounds in a month. more than I weigh, so it's like a it would be like me plus fifteen pounds wow. that he lost. That's incredible. Yeah. He just lost to Sarah. He lost to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose you, Sarah. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is she? Oh, there she is. Uh, I uh, yeah. So, uh, Paul was on uh, last week, and we we're talking. I gave him this incredible, uh, talented guy. Yeah. And by the way, oh have you seen the documentary yet? No. It's called Paul Williams Still Alive. You must see it. I will. You're of this. Uh, I know that you're going to really respond to this. And he talks a lot about addiction. Great. Talks, uh, and he is just one of the brightest minds of our time ever. Oh, we have to take a break. Damn. Yeah. What's this? A merchandise website. Oh, yeah, we have a merchandise website, so we can maybe make some money doing right. this show. That's I the one thing. A lot, of, a lot of listeners, a lot of viewers. Right. No money. All right. That's the way. That's <laughs> no money. Do you have any money, life. Eddie? <laughs> so uh, go to, uh, where do they go? Toad, Toad Hop? Go to Toad Hop Network. Go to the... Go to the merchandise. I'm not very good at this. Oh, <laughs> no I'm wonder why you're not making any money. <laughs> I'm actually, I've been complimented on my live reads. I didn't realize this is actually a live read here. The Toad Hop store has launched. Mm. So I have to make it look like I'm not looking at the reading. <laughs> I have to make it But look, they can see you. And I have to put, uh, I'm doing it without looking down. Okay. Eddie, the Toad Hop <laughs> store has launched. Yeah, right. Go to ToadHopNetworkEddie.com and click on the store button. I'm doing this like an audition. Right. It's like a cold read when I go in. If you purchase any item, give our show credit for sending you there. Enter the code Craig. Craig. I said Yay. it like an English person. Craig. The old ladies at the pool where I used to work, I was a pool boy. Ah. Craig. Craig. The sun moved. Come move my umbrella. I have a condition, Craig. They were not raw food eaters. Yeah. See how I tie it all yeah. into Eddie Brill, our guest? Yeah, this is just a start. Make sure you check back in the future as it grows. I just read that. I didn't make any sense. I should have pre-read the damn thing. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, go to Toad Hop Network. Go to the store, and maybe we'll make a couple bucks. We have merchandise there. We're going to keep increasing the merchandise. That is not a live read. That was something we talked about before the show. Eddie Brill is our special guest today. Stopping in. We have another half hour with him and uh, so much more. Go to our Facebook page. Check us out on Facebook page. Any questions you have for Eddie about Raw, 
He's been working for David Letterman for uh, how many 16 years? 16 years. It'll 16 be in a years. Of years. Yeah. You're going to have questions about that. Sarah, by the way, is doing a documentary about something you want to talk about, about women in comedy. Yes, I've been and this a very is, big oh, proponent of it my whole life. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here, want to see have. some comedy? All right, Eddie Brill's our special guest, yeah. coming right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio watching. Stamps.com is a quick and easy way to get postage. Never go to the post office again. Go to Stamps.com, and before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HF to get a very, very special offer for our listeners. That's Stamps.com. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ish them too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, what's going on? This is Christian Harloff. And I am Mark Ellis from Schmoes No. We are the only video reviewers accredited on Rotten Tomatoes. Look and now, you. Christian, Look somehow we got our own podcast on the Toad Hop Network. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We basically go back and forth. And we have a co-host, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. We talk movies. It's just kind of back and forth, regular people talking movies. We start talking movies at tangents into a number of different things. Sometimes yeah. we ask for it. Sometimes we don't. We take a lot of calls yeah. from everybody in our uh, dutifully named city, Schmoville. Those are our fans. We to take a lot of tweets, yep. so make sure you check out the Schmoes No Movies podcast every Thursday night on the Toad Hop Network from 8 to 10 p.m. Yes, indeed, and if you miss it, go back, watch it on the ToadHopNetwork.com, download it on the audio from iTunes, because look, we see movies before a lot of people do, but we can tell you about them, <laughs> if you like them, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Tune your own horror there with our oh, press screenings. No, 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 While you are at our site or you're on iTunes, yes. please leave a comment and rate the podcast. Make us number one, because we need it. We have self-esteem issues. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Live. Live. From the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood. This. this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. I just did that Letterman thing where, they, you know, when they go to the break, when he <laughs> leans over and, and they're talking in the ear. Yeah. yeah. Now, we have a guy here that actually could tell me what they're saying. You know, when they... Different with, things all the time. Some, you know, at the desk in between breaks, we talk about you know sports or we talk about what's going on the other day i said to him do you think we should you know inaugurate a president in second term do a big party and he said yeah of course he, he, oh lemon said that yeah. well when he leans into the guest's ear I, you know it reminds me of i always want to hear what the manager is talking to the pitcher about right don't you have the uh, yeah, that's well, the microphone some, i want tommy lasorda stuff have you ever yeah. heard any of that uh, yeah 
That's there's some great stuff, and they don't even talk about what's going on. They're just trying to throw the guys, uh, yeah, because he's getting nervous. So let's talk about you know. You see the tits on that girl in the yeah, front row. Yeah, right. That's, that's basically what they're saying. Yeah. I would always I always wanted to know what they're saying. So I just leaned over to Eddie. And I go, you want me to set you up on anything? Goes, yeah. No, I love I'm this. Much better to just chat. I yeah. like that much better. And uh, uh, by the way, Eddie Brill is our guest, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, being on the Letterman show for all of these 16 years. He's yeah. been the talent coordinator and also the warm up, yeah. and been on the show a number of times. And uh, Sarah, we're going to talk to Sarah. Is doing a documentary about what's it? What's it called? Women aren't funny. <laughs> Women aren't funny is the well, name of the documentary. Well, but um, what's her face? Um, what's her name? Bonnie McFarlane has one like that. Women aren't funny. Is that what it's called? I think so. Oh, okay, jeez. Well, you got to find out. It. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was, I did it. I did her documentary. I spent yeah. forty minutes talking about. Awesome. You know how I told Sarah. I said, "This is the guy you want to talk to." Well, I'm a little bit thrown right now because before you were like, "He can't. He doesn't want to talk about it." Well, and now you're saying, "Let's talk about." He's going to tell you what he can talk about. Okay. No, I. You know, the whole thing is is just the the history of my life has been supportive of comics all the time. Yeah. Being a comic in a position to book comedians, I've done that for thirty years. I ran a comedy club in New York, and I booked this comedy festival, and I booked Letterman. You know, I've always been the guy. I, I always wanted to be the booker who I wanted to have as a booker. Like, mm -hmm. I'm very approachable, and I always go to everyone. I give everyone respect. Even if you're mediocre, you're just starting out, I give every comic the respect because I, it's how hard it and is some to notes, do stand-up. Right. And, 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 and if they want suggestions, it, yeah. if they want it, I mean, I still get, uh, you know, I used to get a 1,000, 2,000 sets to look at. I'd look at everyone. I didn't wow. have an assistant to look at it because I want to be the one looking at Good it. Good for you. And yeah. I said, if you want, a, and I would run auditions, and at the end of the auditions, I would stay. And say if you want, the, you know, some feedback, I'll mm -hmm. give it to you. And everyone wanted to hear you're on the show. That's the feedback they wanted to hear. And if they didn't hear that, sometimes they'd be angry, like he's an asshole. Sure, you know. But that's yeah. That, yeah, that's the one weird part about my life is that I always wanted to be loved, and that was my sort of mm. problem. I, you know, please, please, you know, mm. love me, love me, love me. In fact, backing the story up a little bit, and my comedy used to be like that: love me, love me, love me. Mm. Bill Hicks said to me, he said, Eddie, you're so funny and smart when we hang out, but when you go on stage, you do that love me, love me dance. It's all mm. bullshit. Mm. Why don't you be that guy? So I've changed, you know, because of Bill, and I get to talk about what I really want to talk about. So the hardest thing is about booking comics for me was, you know, there are people who don't love you who don't know you. You know, you hear things about people or you're in a position and they want the job, and some people will act like your best friend, you know, but as a comic, I know that these people are not my best friends. I know. And that also, they if want. you smell the "I love, uh, love me, love me," that's not a good thing. Yeah, either. Um, if you, you know, smell it in them, right? Right. That's not. That's not what you think would be a sustainable. On a date, you go on a date, and it's desperation. You, you. Yeah, you, you smell. Want, it. You want out. Yeah. yeah, you want out. So, you know, I just want. You know, I, I look for the best comics, and even comics who are on their way up. You know, I said, look, here's. This is my suggestions, but you do what you do because I, don't listen to anybody. Listen to people. Get the best out of what they say, and that that you know rings true to you, and then take that with you because you might do something different that no one's ever done before. So don't listen to people telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. But here's a suggestion: What do you think of that? And it's you know it's only really bitten me once, and I, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. But, I, but the good thing is is that. Um, you know, I've always been a proponent of comics, not yeah. female comics or male comics or this. Yeah, it's not divided. Yeah, yeah. There's no, you know, comics are comics, and I respect every single one of them. And your thing is, and I believe in this too, is be authentic. Be authentic. Mm -hmm. That's the most be important yourself. thing. Yeah. And I had a similar transition happen. Remember when Carlin had that album when he made that transition? Yes. One half of it was his old self, the hippy dippy weatherman, and so right. on. And his, you know, the blue, the uh, white collar guy with a tie, and he, you flip it over, and it's like, hey, I've, I've transitioned into this other guy this is the, this is you're now going to get 
which he took all through the rest of his life. Which he saw Lenny Bruce, and that's what changed him. Yeah. Because he was, you know, corporate guy, Republican-type guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you saw Playboy After Dark. He was, you know, very clean-cut, and he had the tie on and the yeah. short hair. And then he realized, wait a second, I want to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And he taught me, you know, he was my hero, and then he became my friend, which was great. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, he asked me to, to teach his girlfriend stand-up. And I said, but you're George Carlin. He goes, she's not going <laughs> to listen to me. <laughs> you know? So so he taught me a lot about, you know, it's about vulnerability. And it's, uh, that's mm. your strength. And I've learned that as a man, that the, the macho people are the most insecure people, and the people who are vulnerable are the sexiest or the strongest. That's true. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, 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 a, that's a battle that you and I have on Facebook a lot of times with people. Uh, the, the macho, that they, they, they're not really hearing you because they're so locked into that uh, that paradigm of, you know, the way it's it's patriarchal, you know, control. This right. is the way it is, and like you were saying with the advertising and the government and all of that. This is we've been bombarded with these messages, and at the time that you say this doesn't resonate with my truth, right. and then when you start to express it, people are really pissed. And you, I even have a text. I even, I even have a text about you with the uh, with raw here. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what it says. It says, uh, cooked schmooked. Tell Eddie Scotty and WTX says, blow me, uncooked. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they don't want it. People, people don't, don't want to hear it. Yeah. But the yeah. thing about it is that. Maybe know, he does because he did put a smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did say he rhymed cooked with schmooked. So, you know, that's, yeah. you know, he's clever. You know, that's really good. Again, I'm not, I can't be loved by everybody. No, but that's the thing yeah. I've also learned along the way is that, you know, some people don't want to, you know, I eat cooked food too. I don't eat most raw. And when I eat cooked, I know that I'm not getting all the nutrients and the enzymes mm -hmm. and the vitamins and the minerals that you would get from food that's raw. And also you can eat raw food and have E. coli or you can have, you know, a bad farm or, you know, you get wheatgrass from Jamba Juice and, you know, it's just crap. It's only mm -hmm. a Is it crap? It's crap, yeah. yeah. Wow. It really yeah. is. It's the, the lowest form of wheatgrass, you know. Oh. Well, you and that's crap? why it's bitter. If you have... Like these kind of things. Well, the problem with that, it has to be... The, if it's in a bottle like that... What is that? A bottle, just a bottled juice. Oh, a bottle like juice. When you, pre when you juice Cold something, doesn't it. it have like seven minutes or something? Something like no, you can. They, they, I, some people say it only has seven minutes. Some people say about an hour. Yeah. But when you juice it right there, you get the best. When you have that kind of juice in a bottle, first of all, it's plastic, so the yeah. plastic seeping into the food. <laughs> Plus, you have to use some kind of a something to keep it fresh on the shelves, so you have some kind of poison or chemical or some kind of, <laughs> you know, something in there, you know, Super some kind here. of toxin in there. You know what I find, Eddie? But I drink those. I drink those because yeah. you can't get because, fresh right. squeezed all the time. Yeah, so you're not going to die from drinking that. Right. I want the best, best, and best. And it's better than uh, Coca-Cola or right. something like because that. Because that's Bucks just poison. be your sponsor next yeah. week. I yeah, they will never mouth. be your sponsor. But what I was, I had a big moment in my life where I decided in comedy and everything that I do, if you share your experience with someone, people can't deny it. Right. So if you talk about what you was happening, you went to Hippocrates, this health health institute, and you uh, you locked yourself in there for <laughs> for a long time, and right. and here are the results. Okay, I lost this amount of weight. I feel good. I'm, I feel. No one can deny that. So you can be pissed off all you want. It's when you give your opinion that people think that you're. You know, cocky or arrogant. And, and they're right and, sometimes. They're right about that because if you give your opinion sometimes, you're you're yeah. telling people how to live, and there's yeah. no reason to do that. No Carlin, one responds to that. And the comedy's that way too. If you that's what talk Carlin about your experience, me. he said. He, right. I said, how can I talk about religion? Because I really want to talk about it. He said, give your perspective. No one can argue with yes. your perspective. Exactly. If I went to this church or this synagogue, and this is what happened to me, and this was my response to it, how can someone say, "How dare you say that?" Right. And how, if they do you, say that, it's just their that four agreements thing of you know projecting their fears onto right. you exactly right. yeah. 
How do you how do you find your authentic voice? Is it through just telling your perspective on things or your truth or your vulnerability? Because sometimes I'm like, I don't know what my truth is. I don't know. Your truth is what it is at that moment, and yeah. then it might change on you. Yeah. My truth has changed a lot. As I, like like when someone brings up these arguments, and they're I'll never just be so that I won't listen. I'll listen, and maybe it'll change my perspective. Maybe yeah. I'll learn something new about juices, or I'll learn something new about. It's all food. it's all about planting seeds too. You never know when it's going to come to fruition. I mean, that's right. that's basically. <laughs> How how things grow anyway. Speaking right. of organic, you know, you have to plant the seed and water it, and and so on. You just don't know what it's going to turn out to be, but it doesn't. But it's all about that. Because look at Wally. Remember that great film, the yeah. animation Wally. So good. It was all about saving that little green plant because that was the thing that that made the whole society a better place. Never that did I think plant. that a Wally reference would be like <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest and movies. It, and Joe actually gave me an agreement. Oh, yes, yeah. I love well, that It's movie. a brilliant movie in the fact that... I'm not to see this again. I just watched it with my kids and fell asleep. Well, watch That's it a again and see how <laughs> everyone gets really heavy and they... they, uh -huh. they you know, they give up really? on their lives and, you know, they're all in, you know, scooters because they can't walk anymore because they've become this society that we're trying to grow. And I'm trying to fight being that guy. I was that guy. Mm. And now I, I have Idiocracy is that way. Oh, no, yeah. idiocracy is amazing. Yeah. Okay. So good. good. I got agreement on that one. Yeah. Joel, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's another one where it's basically they're saying that, you know, you got to challenge. You just got to challenge. I... I, again, first person, I have to challenge right. the system that we're in. If it doesn't resonate with me, it doesn't ring true, or it doesn't lead to the pursuit of happiness. Right. That's what's so strange about this pursuit of happiness. I don't understand how people think you can be happy shooting a gun at someone. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I, mean, I mean, really, is you there anybody going, this is great? No. <laughs> I mean, and, and having an arsenal and all that kind of stuff. All that all it does is like you're just, you know, dealing with your fears in, in that way. That's not how I find happiness I is, to, is to gun it up. So you, you know? got to look beyond that because there is no happiness in that. It's just something deeper than that, that mm -hmm. they're trying to get out, lash out at something that happened in their lives or something that's deeply ingrained because we are told over and over and over and over again these certain things and we start believing and milk does a body good and and you right. want, you we don't want to get osteoporosis you take milk but the truth is milk gives you osteoporosis it pulls <laughs> calcium and zinc from right. your, your bones my son asks me for milk every night yeah. i should i should I, i'm already having down to a shot thing. dairy dairy it. should immediately be stricken from any diet because it really? pulls the zinc and the calcium from your bones and mm. it's it's it just our body can't. Yeah. Can well, you do first like of all, raw milk. Oh raw milk you can do raw milk. Uh -huh. But here's the thing: pasteurize. When you pasteurize milk, you heat it. So when you heat it, if there was calcium in it, it's gone because you've heated it and you've lost all the calcium. Oh, so if I got it right from the teat, right. I'd be all set. Yeah, that's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> right from the teat. I was. I always said that to my little son. I'd go, right. Come on, let me have some of that. Yeah, because that's not pasteurized. <laughs> I want some non. I want it to go past. Why is that gross? That I called my wife breast teats. I want to breastfeed from your wife. That's yeah, like that's a little bizarre. Yeah. Is that like, where they got the word tit from? By the way, teat tit. I would think so. I would think uh, so too. Teat, and it's like I, southern teat. Hey, I, I got me some good teaties. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you think about how great it is as a child, and you're in there, and you got a pillow with a beverage. I mean, it's fantastic. It's like being in first class. You know, you got to fill it with your That's outstanding. Can I lead you any more bits like that? Yeah, you can. That was the one bit that I do that you let me. You didn't even know you did. I'm not. I'll lead you anywhere. I, I've been in your position, obviously, many times. In where, this chair? Well, I haven't been in that. Yes, I was once when Sarah took over the show. Good. She, oh, she, you should have seen how cocky she was. She wouldn't even let me. She, I don't believe that. She wouldn't even ask me a question. I don't I believe like, that. Remember whose show this is. Hi, Sarah. Hey. So did you have any other questions that you wanted to ask Eddie about the females in comedy? 
Well, I, you know, I don't, because I'm kind of unclear of what, like, specifically we can talk about and whatnot, but I think what I do understand what you're saying is that the comment was more, like, it was made, like, to inspire people to be authentic, like, right. to speak from their authentic Men and voice. women. Yeah. yeah, men and women. Yeah, it's and, not about, it was, it was never, a th- never a thing about women, you know, it was about, it was just someone lead me on to try to get something. But here's yeah. the thing is, right. they were leading you on for a reason, because a lot of people will use, and this goes on in society, for the hell with comedy, people will say... Oh, you did that because of my race. You did that because of my right. whatever it is. The, the they use that. Well, yeah. I have a question. They, they use it, and and, and Eddie's saying no. He's talking about everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, white comics, it male comics, it doesn't matter. Be authentic. Comedy's comedy, and that's what I said. Well, Craig yeah. was saying the other day that comedy is kind of a masculine business. It's a male business, mm-hmm. and so do like do women in order to be able to do it? Do we have to become masculine to be able to? No, do you have it to become well? yourself. Or yeah. and then does the that then slowly change the business or? Is it like, or do we lose part of our audience because, you know, we're speaking from our, our authentic voice that may be feminine, maybe like mm-hmm. whatever it is, like depending on who the person is and how much testosterone and estrogen <laughs> they have, you know? So well, it, you and I what have do you worked, think? What do you think? I don't know. We, we've worked a lot together and, and all the suggestions I've ever given, have, most of them have worked with you. And you know what? Every one of those suggestions was, Be- Sarah, you're onto something there because mm-hmm. that's you. She comes from this unusual background with a, a mom who's new age. I mean, right. How many people can relate to that? I mean, it's it, because we all have a mom or, or right. dad who's kind of nuts. Yeah. And, and we're that, all nuts. And we're know? all nuts as well. So I said, just bring that out. And the more you tell those stories, we, it, we can feel it as an audience member. When it's truth. It's a human thing more than any other thing. You know, our society is, you know, way back when men, like even, you know, get a lot of trouble for saying this, but I believe my perception is the Bible is written by insecure men because all the men are heroes (laughs) and all the women are bitches. And that's what you see. And and then you look at any book on religion, it's always women are suck and men are fantastic and, you know, all that kind of thing. So we've had a society where there's a lot of insecure men in charge Mm -hmm. of what goes on and that makes it an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, is you need people to say, look, just be yourself and who cares what other people say or who cares what other people think? Because this is your why be somebody different to please somebody else Mm -hmm. you You know what i enjoy is i know this because i used to be somewhat like that yeah me too you know what i mean on stage i wanted to make no not on stage off stage too i mean think about your perspective of life if somebody even did say to me raw i go raw schmaw yeah i wouldn't do the poetry that the tweet was pretty good though (laughs) (laughs) i mean i schmooked smiley face smiley face (laughs) (laughs) i mean think i i always think back of of when i was that was my perspective is like you know shut up Basically, right. if somebody said something out of the ordinary, just go shut up. Because we get your preacher, you think they're, they're preaching at you, and they're telling you what to do. But no, we're just saying, hey, take another peek at this. Right? They, like you're saying about the Bible. I, if you mention the Bible, like on Facebook, people are gonna hate me. They go a out lot of, of their people mind. hate me from this show right now because <laughs> of that. Because you know, I don't mind telling the truth about it because I grew up studying the Bible, and I, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I've always and Carlin taught me this as well. He's like, I have a bit about the devil because I don't believe there's a devil, mm-hmm. and. and uh, but I also, so he said, if you're going to say that, say, but what if there was a devil and then write that material as mm. well? So I have my bit is a much stronger bit because it's like, I don't believe it's the devil because I believe God created everything. And it's like, God's, well, he's like, well, I made this beautiful planet with mountains and trees and ducks and James Brown, but there's, <laughs> there's not enough drama in my life. Let me create some son of a bitch who's going to fuck with me through eternity yeah. and create everything, go against everything I've ever created. And just to piss him off, I'm going to make him wear a red jumpsuit with a horn, a tail, and some, a fork. And, uh, and, I, but, 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 and, because I was taught as a kid in catechism that there was, 
you know, that sex was the devil's work, which that's why sex is so fucked up in our society because oh, we're geez. taught by religious leaders about yeah. sex being a negative imagery. And I said, you know, then I said, but what if there was a devil? If there was a devil, he would never say, he would never create sex because, I mean, he made deviled eggs. And he, has, <laughs> he has that hot sauce with his picture on the bottle. I mean, he has good product, but it wouldn't be sex because God created sex. Because what do we yell when we're having sex? Oh, God, because right. we're thanking the manufacturer. You know, so I'm able to tell my truth about, I don't believe there's a devil. I really don't. Right. But whatever there was, and here's the story like that. I, you know, I, 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 I would tend to agree with you, but I think there is some, if you call it the devil, whatever it is, there is a, a dark energy that, that, that takes over people. And it's a and beautiful there's, and thing. There's a, and there's a light energy. <laughs> there's yeah. a light and a dark. There's a light and a dark, and we need and, both. Naughty and nice. Santa Claus got it wrong. <laughs> Naughty and nice. Though That's the kind of human being you want in the world. Yeah. You, don't, you need darkness so that you have light. You know, if you and don't, so you can appreciate the light. Exactly, it's that's like what you call you, that, 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 that's what you call an ex-wife. <laughs> and a no, that's wife. what you call one. I've never made that mistake. You know? <laughs> I, I, I saw had, the darkness in my friends, and I went to the light. I had, actually had that happen just today. My my wife hands me a a note. Right now, what do you think my ex-wife? What do you think would be in this note? You and you, I hate Drink you. milk. <laughs> Here's some milk. <laughs> I've cooked it, and every I've cooked every nutrient out. Of, no, she just she writes me a love note, and I'm just reading it. I'm she going. She typed it. She typed. Yeah. Look yeah. how long it is. It is you know, long. She's everything she loves about me, and she's. Can you great. read it without looking at the paper? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to let you know how grateful I am to who you are. It is so yeah. intimate. That's how it starts. Yeah. That's how it starts. And then she goes on and it talks about our differences that she's learned through our differences and how our upbringings are so different and, and you know, and unconditional love and so forth. And it's just, it, I just kept saying to myself, this is light. Yes. This is fantastic. And then I get an email from the ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And there's your darkness. I sound like Smirnoff. And I get an email from the ex. <laughs> <laughs> and and you there know, you but, have it. But, you know, like if you're taking risks in life, you're going to be successful and you're going to fail. But if you look at an EKG machine, that means you're alive. And if you don't oh. take any chances in life, you might as well be flatlining. So that's what you, if you take chances, you're going to be successful, but you're going to fail as well. So I'd, that's the darkness in the light. I'd rather okay. be flatlining. I really would. Yeah. Than deal uh, with this darkness. <laughs> I, I'm okay with the darkness. I've been there. Really? And I, yeah, I'm fine with I, it. Hate it. I don't want it all the time. I want mostly light, but I want to have that darkness. But they say what you resist persists. So the, mm. as much as I hate it, right. it persists. It's fantastic. Darkness can be so fantastic. It, well, because you learn you know, from it mean, sometimes. Yeah. Well, you can learn that from fantastic? it. Fantastic. Well, I mean, not evil. Uh, it's not about evil. Yeah, like a train coming into the station. Um, I don't mean you. What wanna, was that you, sound effect, Joel? <laughs> We're in the, the world laughing. What was that one? The devil laughing. That was the devil laughing. Really? We all thought it was yeah, a that, train. That, yeah, that oh, really? The, that's so funny. No. I think you should pre-check the sound effects. We'll play, yeah. <laughs> We're all going. I've never known a train to be evil before. Yeah, that's the short line railroad it's from the it's Monopoly. It's coming, coming into the station, station over by Ventnor. Um, I don't mean the evil devil. I mean there's a darkness in the world. And like I'll read a mystery novel, and if I read a dark, dark mystery novel, it's kind of creepy and weird, but it's kind of cool, and it touches a part of all of us that there is a darkness in us. Oh yeah, and that's okay. But don't you think that there isn't enough light? There isn't enough promotion of light. You were talking about you know what we're bombarded with in our society, uh, the commercials and everything, right. the mm -hmm. television shows. It's about the dark, the dark, the dark. All the news is dark, yeah. and then they wrap it up at the end with you know. And here's a little Johnny Dixon, yeah, yeah. you know, got found a quarter under his pillow. Right. It's like, what? You know, <laughs> it's like you want him to take that quarter and, you know. And they go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and yeah. they think that's going to wrap up the news for your little 20-second fluff piece. Right. No, you've just 
taken my children who have watched this and, and taken them through hell. Right. We and, shouldn't and, let and, children watch the news. No. We I shouldn't teach children religion. I don't watch the news. We shouldn't watch the news. I don't watch the news. I'm healthier yeah. for it, by the yeah. way. What information does the news have? I mean, you, look, you can, we can all glance at it. And you can, there's no way you can avoid knowing right. the, the, the key elements, which are also very dark. Yeah. It's always a killing. It's a rape. It's, I was an intern at, in college at a news station in New York, and I went there, and it was so creepy. And all of the news reporters were getting drunk because they hated their lives. They had a, <laughs> they did. They were interviewing people who just if somebody died in their family, and they're sticking a mic in their face, and what's it like? You know, it's just a horrible life to be part of the news. Yeah. That's what I went to school for, and I went, I don't Same want here. any of this. You and I have so much in common. I know. Like, it turned out that we're best friends, and, and we don't know each other. It, it, but it, it really it, is. I really feel true. like... I've, I think I've only been in your presence twice. Yeah. Maybe? Maybe. Yeah, we, we had yeah, the raw food together. And, and then... We, the and, bitter end. And the bitter end. I think we this talk is on the, phone the third, the third time. time. Yeah, yeah. It's a charm. But it's, it's, <laughs> it, is, it is one of those things where... And I find this... I have a book, actually, coming out about a relationship that I have with someone... Uh, for uh, a while now and our exchanges and that's the book and I just read her energy I just knew that she was bonded with me uh, and it's just what's the word I'm looking for it's like ethereal synergy. it's, it's synergy but, but yeah kindred spirits but I, I'll read Eddie's posts and I'm always going go get him kid you know what I mean and I don't know the guy well and it's and it's so funny um, a lot of people uh, Eddie knows this. Will kiss your ass because of what you do. Right, but and I know he that. Knew, and it's he okay. knew right away, authentically. I had no interest in, in being on the Letterman show. Yeah, you I, tell I, me. Yeah, I have no interest in. And and meantime, I was so embarrassed because my agent goes, "You know, I know Eddie Bro, and I pitched him. I go, no, I don't want to be on the show. Now he's going to think that's why I'm his friend. But, the, but the, the the great thing about being a comedian who's doing that, I understand what it's like. There was a time at Continental Airlines. That's how old it was. That he was a Continental Airlines. Uh -huh. Remember them? Sure. And uh, there was a guy who would bump me up the first class all the time and I would call him and he'd do it he was a nice guy but we weren't friends but he was just a nice guy and I mm -hmm. brought him to shows and all this kind of stuff well he he left and got a different job and now I didn't really have a reason to call him anymore but I did every once in a while see I was doing but I kind of fell off mm -hmm. because there was real no thing for that and I felt a little weird but I felt well that's natural well, the same thing as you're the booker of a TV show everyone wants to be your friend and everyone wants to be booked right. and I understand that and when I'm not booking a show like that anymore there are less people wanting you wow. which is fine I'm totally I totally understand. It doesn't piss me off. It gives me a chance to do other things, which is, you know, being a comedian, which is, number one, my favorite thing to do. And then also the show that I'm doing now, Food and Laughter is the Best Medicine. Mm, which I'm it's doing what you want to do. Yeah. So there was darkness that allegedly was coming into your life by being fired. Right. And then the light comes in because now you're doing something with more purpose and more meaning and something you really want to do. Yeah. It and works that's kind of what yeah. you were asking before, Sarah, is yeah. like, really? Uh, like, you want darkness? I have one more question for you guys yeah. that I'm so curious about this. So when you guys are... You seem pretty happy, like yeah. on a whole, right? Yeah. So do you still create great jokes from that space? Can you still do that? Yes. That's and a great question. from the yeah. darkness or whatever, where a lot yeah. of people think it comes from? Because the reality is there's whatever is in there is in there, and it comes from the truth. And that's always the best kind of comedy for me, the mm -hmm. stuff I've always loved, where the, the base of it is the truth. And then you can have fantasy. But if your base is fantasy, then there's very little reality. So for me, the base has to be the truth, and the truth is who I am. So I admit who I am in this way. I'm very, really comfortable with that. And if people, you know, it's about me, and it, it's about my truths. And because you live in a, in a light does not mean that pain and suffering and darkness and, and all the negative things, it isn't still there. It's not only within you, it's right around you. That's and a great so, point. Because, yeah. you know, there are, say, uh, some rich kid who thinks he has everything. He's still miserable because yeah. he doesn't have the light that's the original light it's it's money it's 
-hmm. It's all material. It's not so, but a comic, what we have is our soul and that we, we get in touch with our soul and then we bring that on stage. We have a lot of fun and I have the time of my life. I love what I do. We've, we've been trying to work together forever. That's what too. we have to do. We, we have to be a perfect combination. Well, uh, not only that, I want to do that show. Yes. About health because I really believe that it's all encompassing. It's mind, body, and hard. spirit and you put it all together and you put it out on the stage and you make people laugh, which is light. Yeah. That's what people don't give comedy the credit. I talked about it the other day on stage. I go, we're watching the news with rapes and incest and everything else, and that's allowed. But the FCC, I can't drop an f bomb. Right. Like some kid's gonna be on the top of a tower with a rifle. <laughs> Craig Shoemaker said the f word on the Tonight Show. <laughs> I'm gonna take you all out now. No, that's not. That's, that's not. not the way I, it, it doesn't is. make any sense. I want to get a hold of the FCC and like make some changes. Yeah. And the FDA and all the f's. Yeah, all the f's. Yeah, all the f words. You know what I say? F them. And yeah. Show some tits. <laughs> yeah. Show some teats. So, so I want to see some raw teats. Uh, Eddie Brill. Go to EddieBrill.com, Facebook, Facebook. You're all at Max, though. Do you have a page? I, I'm getting other new pages. And you're getting, I have yeah. two, one new one. You're so Where can we right. find out about the show that you're talking to? Uh, EddieBrill.com. I'm Eddie just I'm redoing the website right now. You're so, so lucky to have a simple name like that. Oh, it's so good. You have to, nobody misspelled it. You know, it. I was just past the comedy store in Sunset, and they misspelled it, B-R-I-L. And if you look, there's a big scratch mark, and then the second <laughs> L put in. You know, that was 1987 when that was put in there. So people still screw up. They put an E at the end, B-R-I-L-L. They like do. Like Brillo, but now no O. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't have to explain as much as I do. Hello, Mr. Schumacher. How are you looking at a shoemaker and making me into a marker with an umlaut? It makes no sense to me. Anyway, it was great That's to see you. That's why Jeff Lifshultz is Jeff Ross. You are, you are, yeah, exactly. Uh, you are uh, touring the country yes, and you're at the, the Ice world. House tonight? Yeah. Ice, Ice House tonight in Pasadena to go see Eddie. Fort Lauderdale this weekend, Hollywood Improv. Uh, there you go, Hollywood Improv this weekend. Eddie Brill, go see him. He's a brilliant comic. He's authentic. He's real, and he'll make you laugh. And then he'll talk to you and have an intervention about your raw food eating after the show if you would like him to. Thanks so much, Eddie. It's great to hang with you. Uh, we have more coming up with another half hour of the Craig Shoemaker Show. Laugh it off with Joel Geist, Eliana Rose, and Sarah Sweet coming right up. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. What's happening, Toad Hop listeners? This is Ari Shafir. Jason Tebow. And Sam Tripoli from the Punch Drunk Sports Comedy Podcast. Check us out live every uh, Tuesday from noon to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes, dummies. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Follow your that. boy. You just say that so, like, you sounds like you're acting. Really? Yeah, it's like, and while you're there, leave a comment. It's like, I... Uh, Okay, and while you're there, man, leave a comment. Tell us how much you like us. Still sounds off, dude. What? It's like you're trying to sell me a Pepsi. Still sounds off. How? I don't know. Well, how would you do it? Hey, while you're there, leave a comment. Like, imagine you were talking to a person, a human. Yeah, while you're there, leave a comment. Great show. That's way better. That was way better. Nailed it. What? 
you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. PuraCleanse, your friend for life. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's get some scent bomb. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ish them too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Some Sometimes shipping is even free. Sydney, you're wrong. There's a lot. 
Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Saving a little money. Oh. Uh, Using the meter yeah. instead of uh, Uncle Parking Lot over it's there. That sucks. I hate that. It's <laughs> supposed to be cheaper that huh? way, right? It, how, how much is it for the meters? Well, I don't know if it's worth it, all the runs I have to do down there, but <laughs> yeah. uh, if I total it up, uh, two six. bucks, six bucks instead of eight. I'm an idiot. I just should have gone with the parking lot. It. For God's <laughs> sakes, that is so not worth it. Plus, I got a ticket one week. So, and I missed Eddie. I missed Eddie. I guess he was on another nice elevator. Guy. He wasn't. He, he's, yeah. He was a nice guy. He still is. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes later, he still is. Eddie Brill, uh, our, our guest, uh, Ileana, has, um, I walked in, and Ileana, our producer, I'm getting a little echo. Anybody? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, there we go. So Ileana was doing something sneaky. She, uh, and I think she's going to post it. It's already posted. It is? Uh-oh. Really? She took a picture of my love letter I received from my wife wow. last night. She handed it to me, and she said, uh, here, you can read this now if you want. And then, uh, Is she cool if you're reading it on the air? Uh, we talked about this. I said, "How are you with me talking about?" It? And she says, "It's it's all good. It's all good. I have a, I get no punishment or no attitude or anything I say about it on the air. I don't know. Maybe I could try. Maybe I could try. <laughs> maybe I could try to offend her. Push the no. Line. Should I? Uh, no. No, 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 no. That's a bad idea. No, try. Just be your authentic how about I talk, self. How about I talk about her? all the things I don't like? It's it's that'd be a very small list. Let's see who's calling us. I think it's Philadelphia. Hello, it's the Craig Shoemaker Show. Who's this? Let's laugh it off. You're not laughing. You're silent. Hello. Is this a mime from Philadelphia? Mime things not working on radio. Hello? Who's this? I'll give you a, uh, You've been on for 17 seconds and nothing. Who this be? You, you want me to talk dirty to you? Do it. I do that with Siri, by the way. Do you? Yeah. You want to? Oh, let's try it on the air. Oh, I have something I wanted to do for you. This is funny. This is for you. Okay. Okay. This is more for Sarah. I'm going to hang up on you. See you, bitch. <laughs> Look, I just, I'm too light. I'm too light. I just want it to be dark. Okay, we talked about that. I was evil for one moment. I was the devil. That I, I could call fantastic. someone a bitch. I could call someone See a you bitch. See you, bitch. Would you like to hear? Yeah. A gangster. This is for Sarah because Sarah was with me one time. And oh, here they're calling back. Oh, great. To say, down there, you call me a bitch. Oh, hi. Hi, Craig. That wasn't very nice hanging up on me. I just wanted to call and tell you that I just found out from two podcasts ago that we have a friend in common that I didn't know. Who's that? That is Mr. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham? From, from New Jersey. I went to school with his son. He taught me how to play football. 
I not only know who Jimmy Graham is, I'm not sure who you are. <laughs> well, exactly. I know I called you a bitch. I, mean, I have no I mean, idea. I know this... you from knowing you, but I don't know you from comedy. I, you know, I know Jimmy Graham. I've known him since I was... Who? <laughs> Craig doesn't know who Jimmy Graham Who's Jimmy Graham? I think he plays tight end for the Saints. Comedian. No, the comedian. Oh, the comedian. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. You mean big? About a two weeks. You talked me, about a two weeks ago oh. doing stuff with big, big, big Jimmy Graham. No, Big Daddy Graham. That's big Daddy Graham. Big, Guess what his real name is? His real name is Jimmy Graham. No, it's not. <laughs> what is it? Then? I'm sorry. I'm blowing this whole thing for you. I'm sorry well, to out him. His real name is Eddie Gadonis. I know him really well, and it's. See, you think that that's Jimmy Graham? Maybe Jimmy Graham's no, making some there money. Like a guy in in Philly who's that the, is Jimmy Graham. That's not the that's same as Big Daddy saying. Graham. No, you see, that's like Gallagher too. You know Gallagher, the comedian. His brother would tour. He looks just like him as Gallagher too. Yeah. He, a, he used to put a really small two, so you thought you were really? getting the real. And he did his actual act. He bought it from his brother. <laughs> he smashed the watermelons and everything. He's got the same bald head and mustache and all that's that. Crazy. And he would do Gallagher well, do too. The, so this I guy do the is. Act too. I do the same act. You do? Oh, you do? The, oh, you see your Gallagher three, just with a full yeah, head of I, hair. I do water. I, I, instead of watermelons, I use grapefruit. I, I, I just love his accents. Water, water, water. Didn't? Hey, by the way, didn't that piss? Didn't that piss you off? Silver Linings Playbook is such a great movie, but they didn't do Philadelphia accents. Are you angry with that as well? No, they, they did that. They did that Boston accent or something like that. Yeah, New York it, and it all that. Like it's not like a Philly accent. Yeah, they lose the R and all that. I'm going to lose you right now. All right, bye. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Uh, Sarah, I, I wanted okay. to do this for you okay, because what? do you remember oh, <laughs> the God. time we were driving and I got pulled over by the state troopers <laughs> uh -huh. in Pennsylvania? Never forget it. Do you, you'll never forget it? Right. Do you remember what the guy said to me? Do you remember what? Do you, first of all, you were howling laughing at yeah. how I tried to get out of the ticket. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he, he said basically he was going to give me a ticket. But he goes, I've never met anyone who talks as much as you. <laughs> the cop said that to me. Didn't he say something? He said yeah. something like that. You, you look like you're vague on yeah, this. Yeah, no, because I remember. I remember you friend, howling, laughing yeah, at like, all my I've stories. I've never met anybody who like argues as much as you, or something like that. Yeah, it was I like, felt like I was with an ex. Yeah. I can't believe how much you argue. Shut up. Yeah. And he's got, you're taking this ticket like a man. I'm going. No, I don't In want the, meantime, the ticket. Like he keeps like going away, and Craig's like, "Watch me get out of this. Watch <laughs> me get out of this." And I'm like, "He's me. You're not getting out of it." I get out of a few. I really do. <laughs> I work my magic. Would you like to hear my latest one? Yeah. I recorded yeah. it. I recorded <laughs> it for I recorded it for Sarah. I got pulled over. I was on my way. Uh I picked the guy up at the airport. My friend's son, right? And, oh yeah. Okay. So hold on. I gotta find this damn thing now. Oh geez, I should have been more prepared. <laughs> ah, okay, it's after the Lakers game, after the football game. <laughs> I have to find <laughs> out. I'm going through my camera roll. Just by the way, I love to talk dirty to Siri. <laughs> she actually answered me the other day. No, Craig, I do not know where you can get your testicles licked. Oh, my God. You tickle, tickle. And then she says, would tickle. you like me to search on the Internet? All right, here we go. All right, here. I don't know if you can hear this. I'm going to put it. Okay, all right. So the cop pulls me over, and I start the recording. This is what I do lately. I record it because I want, uh, if I go to the judge, I want him to be able to hear my argument. Oh, my the, dad does that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what Sarah was just saying, if I could translate for you, 
shit, I was hoping you weren't like my dad. Yes. Right? I always make you into my dad, and now you're becoming him again. This is another example he, he of how you're like confrontationally. He'll put it out of the oh, window for the, so the cop here knows what he's doing, and he's like, go ahead. And now she's going to call me passive-aggressive. <laughs> That's her favorite word that she calls me if I disagree with her. You're passive-aggressive. Do you All put right. it where they can see it? Do they know you're recording? This one I did not. Yeah. But I actually have said to the people, I won one time in court against a really tough guy. As a matter of fact, they go, it was in Malibu, and they said, they, you know they, how they come in, they go, the, he's not here, the cop's not here, so you can go. So they have this whole list of people. And it was like, it was unbelievable. It was like, uh, it was like watching Lost. All of a sudden, people are disappearing. <laughs> and, and it was like, oh, my God, it's unbelievable. And my guy was, the, they, they, I said, what about my guy? They go, oh, no, he always shows up. Oh. Well, he didn't know who he was messing with. <laughs> Do you know what it said on the ticket that I got him on? I was my own lawyer. It said, uh, this, this guy, meaning me, is a prick. Oh. <laughs> and then so I confronted him. I go, what exactly did you mean by that? Did I say anything mean-spirited? I was just trying to tell you what the truth was. And it was going on. And finally, I had this guy sweating. He was wrong. And the judge went, you can go. <laughs> the judge was like, he had it with me. I know a lot of people have had it with me. <laughs> I understand this. I understand. I'm annoying. I'm an, I, when I want to be right, I, I listen. I am not that unaware that I can be uh, vehement, passionate, whatever you want to call it, obnoxious. It can wander all different places. Play the tape. Play the tape. Here it is. All right, here. All right. We're stopped here. Can you hear it? We're stopping a number of people. And then back here. There was only one sign for the right turn. I'm trying to so, now here comes the officer. How you doing? Hello, sir. You have your license registration insurance? Yeah. Oh. Can, can I just have 30 seconds to speak <laughs> about you know what happened? Can I just have 30 seconds to speak? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be of service here. I just picked him up uh, from the airport to, uh, for his father's an old friend from Philly. I'm rushing him over to rehab, and I don't take the street. So suddenly, it's not marked well. You all of a sudden, bam! There's a right turn. Uh, you can go back and see for yourself. Okay, I got to get over now because it's the right turn only. Put my signal on, as we all do. Suddenly, I'm presented with this. And this guy sped up to cut me off, and I went, uh-oh, so I did the best I could. So it wasn't like I was trying to violate a law or anything. I wasn't trying to get over. I was literally, like, by, all of a sudden, I'm in a right turn lane. And this guy, I tried to point him out really quickly. He cut me off on purpose because he probably thought that I was pulling the fast one, but that's not what I was doing. I'm just trying to get him up to this place called the Hills to get him into rehab. And I'm just trying to do a good service. Okay, and I understand all that. But that lane is clearly when you first enter it, it gives you time to get out of it. You see the lines are broken. There's a, there's a, a sign saying right turn only. There's three signs total. Yeah, and the second I saw the sign, the second I saw it, I tried to get over, and the guy literally sped up, right? Sped up to try to cut me off. I, I'm just trying to tell you. I mean, I know this is. I, I, the tickets are basically a punishment. Not punishment. Yeah, no, no, but not I'm, necessarily. It's not a punishment. He wants to teach me a lesson or whatever the reason is. But I've learned a lesson. I was, I was suddenly. I mean, you've been in a situation when you drive. It's like somebody cutting you off. So the 
I was a jerk. I had my cell phone. I'm trying to be a law-abiding guy. I actually worked for the police officer. I'm just asking you to just please, you know, just know that I understand what you're doing, and you know, and I, I, but I wasn't doing anything intentionally illegal. I did the best that I possibly could. And I'm Have trying to get. One. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. Wow. You got off. <laughs> I got off. You just talk God. until they walk away, don't you? That's your tactic. <laughs> I realized this wasn't playing. I should never play that. That's a very, very. That is so funny. It's a though. bad testimony about who my character. <laughs> I love how it starts with "Can I have thirty seconds?" So you can have five minutes. I guarantee that was not thirty seconds. No. You dropped rehab in there like girls drop their periods <laughs> <laughs> when they get pulled over. I thought, look, I had a kid next to me that it was we were that was a true story. And if you saw the kid, I was basically saying, look, he's he's got a couple minutes to live here. He's a little pasty. So I'm trying to do be of service here. That's what I was trying to. Oh my god! I know these are. I realize as I play. I What'd you say about working for the police? You're like, I, I know, Joel. Police. I will try anything. <laughs> I am so cheap. I cannot pay these fines. Day. I do not want to pay the fine. I did everything I could, and it worked this time. <laughs> oh, so funny. I've had more of them have. I had another guy tell me. He goes, do you think I feel like standing here? It's 120 degrees in this outfit. <laughs> Talking to you about this, I was—I I really worked on him too. I, I got away with it too. Once in a while, it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But I realized as I was playing, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, really? Anyone listening right now, they must have come like, God, this guy. Am I, am I, I'm going to listen to him anymore. <laughs> yeah. He really just wanted to get away from you, because like normally yeah, they give you totally a warning right. and give you their card and whatever. But he's yeah. like, okay, have a nice day. I'm in over my head. I'm sorry. I, it was like comedy. He was giving me the light. You are way over 30 seconds, buddy. He's giving me the red light. Get off. Get out. He seriously, he had people lined up. I had, that's what was on the video. He had three people lined up and one in back of me. And I was the only one he let go. So somehow it worked. He pulled over, how Listen, pulled over that many people at once? What do you mean? Because they kept, they, there was a number of cops and it was like a, a trap. Uh, it was like a trap. It really was, yeah. you know, quite frankly, <laughs> to be honest with you. It really was not a good situation. It wasn't well marked and all that. But I also thought to myself, come on now. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing some good karma here. I canceled all my appointments, taking this kid to rehab. He's doing very well, by the way. Great. A week later, and I saw visited him yesterday. So I'm thinking to myself, look. I'm putting my space here in the, in the, into the God world. <laughs> Come on. This is what I get is a $270 fine? No, it's not right. Anyway. It's going to be $270? <sighs> it's not, though. <laughs> I regret playing that. I, I know. I know. I mean, that was so telling. Call us now and tell me if you think I should regret playing that. 323 <laughs> How did we go from this beautiful love letter oh. that uh, uh, from my wife, which she signed, uh, she signed it with her signature, and, and what else? And she put mm -hmm. in my old nickname that she called me back when we got together for the first time. Sprinkles. Stop! I wasn't going to announce it. I wasn't going to announce that. that Wait, the, hi. Can I, that be up to me to announce it? <laughs> did you ever have a nickname? Yeah. Tell me, what what was it? Um, as long as we're being fessing up here, did you ever have a nickname for a little cutesy? Yeah, chicken. <laughs> I would have refrained from saying that. Yeah, one. Chicken. Kitten. Your name was Chicken, David. and that was the cute thing David instead of Honey. He calls me Chicken, and he calls me Honey too. Chicken, Honey, 
Oh, honey, I can deal with. I mean, that's an old school one, but goobar, like all of them. Goobar. Yeah, but chicken. Yeah. Waiting for Miss Goobar. Yeah, chicken is like the one that most mostly chicken. Chicken. Where'd that come from? I don't know. You clawed them one day when you were mad or something. You (laughs) poked a little. uh, I don't know. Chicken, chicken don't know. claw on them? It was kind of like, but like when before we got back together, I kind of like put that in the past a little bit. Like those were the <laughs> nicknames of the old relationship. Now I'm waiting to see what the nicknames of the new relationship are. With the same person yeah, now. Like it's, but it's a David, fresh relationship. This is Dave. What would happen if <laughs> when you guys did break up and you started dating someone, what if that person called you chicken? Would you just slam that one down? Yeah, I'd say, no, no way. No, no, that's... Nope. That, okay. No, no, no. You can't have the same nickname. That's yeah. why. Like that's why I like honey and stuff, but I've never actually called. Yeah, you know, I have. I just don't. <laughs> we, need, we, we need new ones though, yeah. other than honey. Honey's just or it's babe. too done. Babe. Baby. That's not happening. Baby. Yeah, it, it has to be. Sweetheart sounds like my grandfather. Like you can't really do that. I, mine for my wife, which I've never announced before, is sunshine. Hot fudge. You're so kinky. You're so kinky. Everything's sprinkles. about sex with you. No, I was gonna, I thought you're going to love her. A you're going to love my wife's quote with me uh, last night. She uh, starts rubbing my. What'd my, you call it that she did to you last night? A, uh, a delight? Uh, she was lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Beyonce. Just, to, just right. so it was, as long as we keep our show current, Beyonce is being accused or been found to have been lip-syncing during the inauguration. She sang the national anthem, and she lip-synced it, as if this is a really big deal. This, yeah, you know, who wouldn't? Who cares? Yeah, but they're a making it. It's front page. So I said something about my wife was uh, lip-syncing me last night, and I didn't care. I just enjoyed it. <laughs> so it didn't matter to me. Yeah, I I, you might have just crossed the line. With and if she would have pulled Beyonce, <laughs> in, uh, I would have been way fine with that. Beyonce for a little guest star appearance. But she was rubbing my shoulders, which are very tight lately, because I've done too much, too much traveling. By the way, I'm going to Yuma, Arizona on Saturday. Yuma. 310 to Yuma, baby. Yeah. I never heard of it except for that Russell Crowe Western, and I am going there to play the Koopa, Koopa Casino. Koopa. Koopa. What is it? I was Koopa? told don't make fun of it because it's a Native American ca- casino. Let them alone. Like Let them alone. They've, they've had it. Sounds a d- like Al Pacino. Oh, Koopa. Ho, ho. <laughs> do they say, do they say their coupons are coupons? roulette a coupon? Huh? Do you say they maybe say they call their coupons coupons? You coupon? call them coupons? Coupons. Why do people coupons. say coupon? coupon. You don't do, you don't get into a Chevy coupe. You don't need vegetable <laughs> soup. It's <laughs> coupe. You get into a coupe. Coupon. Okay, so it's no. coupon and great poupon. I'm headed there, yeah. and then I'm going to a place that I haven't been in a while. It used to be one of my big haunts. I loved it there. I always loved it there. Austin, Texas. One oh, night cool. only, Capital City Comedy Club. Awesome. I will be there on Sunday only. We got to pack it out. We got to pack it out on Sunday. It's a tough tonight to do that in the Bible Belt, but You're come on out, it. you sinners. <laughs> come on out and have a little love master. My uh, wife was rubbing my tired, exhausted shoulders, mm-hmm. and I was making noises. Oh. And she goes, Do you know that you make more noise uh, from this than sex? <laughs> So then um, the other happened, and, and I said, and at, while the massage was going on, I said, I like the combo pack. I really, I'm like, now you're getting double noise. 
Sarah, why are you the dirty one looking away right now? You're always no, the dirty one. You like when I, I talk about it. sex. I like, well. No, unless it's me. <laughs> no, I like it. But I was just thinking, you may have crossed the line with your wifey on this one. Oh, really? I, I was intending maybe. on doing that. I want her to be angry with me from one show. She hasn't been angry once. I mean, I think this is the only thing you did it. <laughs> think so? Yeah. So if you were my wife and you were listening to this right now, which she does, she's really addicted to this show. It's interesting. She yeah. stops what she's doing. She doesn't speak to me. She puts the headphones on. I go, wait a minute. I'm here. Yeah. We can do a whole show yeah. with one another. You can be my co-host. <laughs> but is she, do um, uh, you think that she's going to be offended by this? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe it might be too personal. It might. Well, I would, I'd be curious to see. How about that Super Bowl? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ravens versus the 49ers. I Who's won money this weekend. I was so happy. Who's your team? Uh, for the, who I'm rooting yeah. for, I'm rooting for whoever I bet on. I'm majorly into betting these days. I, I, <laughs> I am a, an addict. We all know that. Well, I can admit this. I'm an addict of many kinds. According to Eddie Brill, our, our guest, I'm addicted to fats and salts because <laughs> I can't wait to go have my steak tonight. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Uh, anyway, so I did this really stupid bet a few weeks ago. I went to the Lakers and I had these great yeah. seats and I bet a lot of money. And I'm looking at my account, and that big bet loss is on there. So I'm trying to make up for it, and I won three bets this past weekend. Did you make up for it? Because it was no. eight, 850 or something like no, that, right? No, I'll try 1,000 something. 1,000. Okay? <laughs> so, uh. And I don't have it. So I am trying to get it back. So I won $300, $300 bets. Very excited. And it was Ravens, and uh, I bet on the unders and all this. But football, I always think that I'm, I know what I'm doing because I played football one time. <laughs> one one game? What do you mean one game? You said one time. Uh, I didn't mean one time. I went onto a field. I did sneak on into a game. How much time do I have? I have to tell you the story. Not much. Talk fast. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm. You know, I was really little growing up. I was. Uh, you know, I was the last one to hit puberty. I go out. I could not wait to be a Springfield Spartan. They look like the Dallas Cowboys. My whole life, I wanted to be a Springfield Spartan. No, I'm not Bart Simpson. It was the name of our high school. It was Springfield. Yeah. I couldn't. And now I'm a sophomore. I go out for the team, and I'm basically a scrub because I'm really skinny and really small. And I would stand next to my friend Steiny, who's short and fat, and I'm short and skinny. And we look like the number 10 standing next to one another. <laughs> and I've got these big, giant wingtip pads where my shoulders ended here and the rest of the pads were here. I, I, so I was so much, this is typical Craig Shoemaker, I can't wait to do something. I, I don't prepare. You know, I just, just put me in, coach. Just put me in. That's yeah. my whole life. I'm like, put me in. I'm ready. And I'm not ready. So we're beating Lower Marion 37 to nothing. And our coach, his name is Patton. He sounded like George Patton. He said, I'm looking for a cougar. I need a cougar because he's going to re put replacements in. Now, the, uh, by the way, my whole goal in life at that time was I want to get my uniform dirty. So my mom washes a dirty uniform. I used to warm up mm. the kicker, and I'd rub my knee into the ground. I'd say, look, Mom, oh, my knee is dirty. Here, <laughs> rub, you know, wash these clothes. And I was so excited. And I said, I had two goals, everyone to know my name, and my <laughs> uniform would get dirty. Yeah. So that was my put it out to the universe law of attraction. This is what's going to happen for mm -hmm. me. So he's going... A cougar is a defensive back. That's what I wrote down in the program. I never played it. I was literally a tackling dummy, and I was getting people water. And when you're a sophomore, that's what you do with no skills. So anyway, I uh, so he goes, I'm looking for a cougar. And something compelled me. I looked out of my big cage helmet. I always wanted to look badass. I had tons of pads, so it would cover up my skinny arms. And this big cage helmet. Oh, don't play that yet. Oh, jeez. We're, we're out of time. We're out of time? Damn, I'm going to have to take this story. Oh, man. Just you're going to love this story. I can't get to the end. It's oh, a long story. 
Would you remind me? Yeah, because there's so many questions that I have no, about a okay. lot of things that you said about football. All right, listen, go to craigshoemakershow.com, please, and give us a review. Uh, we, we have some beautiful reviews we've been reading on the air, but um, we'll read yours. if you yeah, Give us some comments on craigshoemakershow.com. Want to know that you're listening? I heard that Anthem out in the, uh, Newbury Park, they're all listening out there. Is your office listening? Just, uh, just say hello. Just let us know you're there. It doesn't cost you anything, and we're not making anything. So just, just, just let us know. That's all. Uh, go to our Facebook page. Go to Ha Ha Laugh It Off on Twitter. Love Master on Twitter, that's me. Sarah Sweet, Joel Geist, Ileana Rose, thank you. Eddie Brill, thanks for being here. Uh, come see me this weekend in Austin, Texas yeah. at the Capital City Comedy Club. CraigShoemaker.com. Is that enough? Yes. Yeah. Eat some berries. Some berries. <laughs> see you next week. to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, Live from the